0: How about those Panthers, folks? Oh! Big win. Actually, a tuned that game in just in time. They were in the overtime, and about 30 seconds later, how many? About 30, minutes. 30 seconds later, you open and score that nice goal, and they win the game in the overtime. They needed that game bad. Now, let's not start with that hockey talk. <laughs> Although, I thought it was kind of cute when uh, Bo Camper yesterday was talking to Jacques Martin, and he said, is it true that you're a dumb frog? You just don't say those things, Kim. He did? No, he did not say so. oh. Of course he didn't say that. He said, hey, Jacques, how would you like to see in the magnolia when all those frogs were falling out of the sky?
1: <laughs> I saw a headline that caught my attention today in the Sun Sentinel.
0: Why do you sound like you're so far away today? I don't know. Is that my ears are plugged up, or what is that all about? No, I hear myself.
1: Hello, 1-2. Like this is a test.
0: Huh? one, two, one two, Why do you sound two? like you're on Uranus or something? On Pluto. Pluto. You know that thing that they sent up there, that shuttle thing, whatever that was, that's going to take nine years to get to Pluto. Yeah, uh, and then what? I like this headline. Don't bet on later school
1: start date. I didn't know yeah. you could get down on that.
0: Oh yeah, any cases, it's like uh, seven to five. It passes.
1: Did you hear what happened yesterday with the
0: state and the, and the horse racing down here? No, I did not. Oh, wait a minute. Started out with hockey there with Geldy. Now we moved to horse racing. Okay. Oh, this oh boy, a, this we, is a We already thing. we already owe points. We're in a minus column.
1: No, this is uh, this is not a good thing.
0: Yeah. The well, division of Parimutuel is not a good thing.
1: The division of Parimutuel sued to a, went to a, took the case to a higher court to try to get the signals.
0: Hebrew National, a higher authority. Yeah.
1: St- stop between Pompano and Gulfstream and. Calder and Gulfstream.
0: Yeah. So as of
1: today, there's no more simulcast wagering at those places. You have to go to Gulfstream if you want to play. Oh, brother.
0: Wait a minute. Hasn't Gulfstream been saying, don't come here yet, we're not done with our construction, go to Calder and yeah, watch Gulfstream? Right. Haven't they been saying that? Yes. So what What was their change of my heart all of a sudden? They have continued this to pursue this lawsuit
1: because they say that this is against the statutes to have inter-track wagering. And despite the fact that two courts ruled in favor of the tracks, the division continued with the suit, and finally they found a court that ruled in their favor. So they shut it down as of this morning. Well, you're
0: screwed then. Yep. On
1: a Wednesday, no less,
0: you're going to have to go over to Gulfstream.
1: Well, you know what? They're having a big stakes race there on Saturday, and they're not ready to accommodate the crowd. Yeah, there were 2,500 people. Uh, so then, going why don't they, they just say uh, we don't
0: want that? Go ahead and uh, do whatever you want. Why don't they just say you know we appreciate the court's the ruling and yada, yada, But uh, you do because the head of
1: the division, I, I'll tell you why. Because our governor doesn't want the, the expansion governor. You're of right. gambling. Yeah, that's why he wants you to put the money on the lotto, baby. That's a good bet. It's like two weeks ago, you know, they stopped poker, uh, poker tournaments from being played in the parimutuels. They can really? only be played at the tribal places.
2: Why the hell is that?
1: Why do you think?
0: Who's behind that? 42 degrees on Friday and and 40 degrees on Saturday. Boy, this is... Don't forget, there's no such thing as global warming. What's it going to be in Detroit? Uh, When are you going to be there? Monday. Oh, I I don't know that far ahead. Don't ever plan that far ahead. It's going to be dark. (laughs) Morning, noon, and night, it will be dark in Detroit. It'll be like uh, Ray Nagin would say, it would be chocolate. So take take a lot of your extra pills there for your diabetes because it'll be like heavy chocolate when you go to Detroit. Yeah, and cold, and uh, yeah, not not real cold. There's no winter this year. I'm telling you right now, there's no uh, no such thing. Global warming. 2005 was the warmest year in the world on record since 1898, over 100 years. Probably just a coincidence when you think. Oh yeah, certainly has nothing to do with big business just polluting the hell out of the environment for fun and profit. Has nothing to do with these Nazis running your country. Although now it's great, we can goose step together. We can all goose step together. You got the fat ass governor there. You got your dumbbell president. Now we got Stephen Harper, who makes Hitler look like a Sunday school kid. There we go. It's just the way things are going. Everything. I did actually turn in time to see the Panthers, but I must be their lucky charm. Every time we vote for something, the governor tries to change it. And I find out through a very good uh, source. You know, since uh, Alan Cohn was giving you a song and dance, see, they, what they're trying to do is manipulate the media. Everybody uh, jump on the bandwagon to save the franchise, which they're in big trouble. But not only, and, and I, you know, as a season ticket holder, I get these offers like if you buy a soda and a large, a uh, donut and a large soda, you get four free tickets. You know, what I mean, well, what? And they count those as the attendance. Well, who are they kidding? But I find out that Dave Strader, who's the TV voice of the Panthers when he's not busy doing the NBC, when uh, Jigs McDonald isn't making a fool out of himself. Uh, Dave Strader has been under tremendous duress. He got the message from the organization, you know, when they were really losing, like, every game there.
1: What, give the wrong score? Mm,
0: yeah, well, <laughs> just, uh, just about. Just about. In other words, uh, they got a like blue sky at real big time, which they've always been like that. Very thin, very upset about any criticism. They, they, they're the worst. They're, they're absolutely... They're, they're, they're like that with the these Dolphin. radio shows. Yeah. Remember, remember the BM thing that we went through on the station years ago? When Chris Moore came in to ask yeah. to screen the calls. Well, they've always been like that, but now they've reached a level of hysteria. So Strader, I guess, is not too happy because they're making him try to, like, really blue sky everything. And, in fact, I noticed Denise Potvin even made a crack last night in overtime about uh, there was a bad play. and he, uh, Horton made a really bad uh, shot, missed the net on practically a breakaway. He said, well, you know, you can try to, like, uh, accentuate the positive, but you've got to get that shot on goal. You know, I could tell what he was referring to there. They're under a lot of duress. Like that kid that wore the skirt to school or under a lot of duress. Well, it's just the way it goes. You know, you gotta you gotta lie to the public. So I'm thinking that Greg in his spare time, and by the way, i f I'm off the air I'll tell you some interesting things. I had a good chat with Joe Bell yesterday. That whole ten or eleven year deal with Greg, that's not that has nothing to do with management or anything.
1: So go what they call a golden parachute.
0: Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. It has to do remember when the company went public and they gave him 80 billion shares of stock or something like that? All these deals are like incestuous deals, you know, all inside deals. But speaking of Joe, who's a great guy, you, you I was shocked because I talked to him for about 40 minutes yesterday because he's only been there a very short period of time, but he doesn't have any idea where the bodies are buried in that place because he's been in even another building all this time over a kiss, so he doesn't know what the uh, stories are. So I'm leaving it up to you and Mad Dog, uh, especially you guy. And George, of course, has got to sit down for hours and, like, uh, let him know what's been going on there for the last few years. You know what I'm saying? Yep. For, for, I'll give you an example. He said to me, he said, I thought you were just... Because jo- I brought up Joyce, and we're talking a little bit about corporate. <laughs> and... uh <laughs> And he said, well, is it true? What is it that she's got against the fart sounds? He said, I thought you were kidding when you were saying that on the air. I said, no, she won't. If we ask her if we can do anything, the answer is always the same. No. Yeah, it's always no. Can we say hello? No. Goodbye? No. Uh, That's it. So I think he's going to bat for us on the fart sounds, which would be, you know, I can live without them, but it would be quite a major accomplishment. How about the English sounds? No, actually, in fact, he said we could all go over to the West Coast and fart in Joyce's face, and then we can play him on a year. Boy, I'll tell one. you, yeah. uh,
1: that's a Hall of Fame move, a guy who can restore flatulence.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty ballsy for this company. <laughs> really something. So we're making a little bit of progress, but you guys are going to have to clue him in on what's, uh, you know. In fact, tell him about your 18 suspensions. He'll get a big kick out of that. He he couldn't believe that my checks consistently weren't showing up on time, which hopefully let's make sure it all shows up today, but I'm confident it will. Uh, We talked about one
1: of my suspensions.
0: I beg your pardon? We did. We
1: talked about one of my suspensions. He asked me about it. Yeah, and? Yeah, we talked about it.
0: Was that the one that had to do with that baseball team that uh, doesn't want to play in Florida anymore except for another eight or ten years? I can't talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's on my time now, though. I see? talked to him it's about it. It's on my it, show.
1: But, yeah, I mean, basically. I don't you think you're to be getting
0: suspended no mo', You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no mo'. I think they want me to work. Mm-hmm. Well, that may not be all good, though. I <laughs> don't want to get too carried away with that. No, I think I need some time off. <laughs> well, let's talk about Jeffrey Lurie and David Sampson. <laughs> Come on. Let's talk about that food at the ballpark.
3: I love my work.
0: Let's talk about Wayne and that bad complexion, that skinhead. Well, I'll tell you, everything he's touched. Isn't it amazing how he's touched? Uh, it's it's you know, It started with that auto-nation thing, man. Remember? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, everything he touched started turning into like a manure. Not that he's missing any meals or anything like that.
1: No, I have uh, I was on a boat that went past his house. His house is a tourist attraction. Is it really? You mean like Al Goldstein's used to be? For a different reason.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see that? I never saw it. Al I never saw guy. Al
1: Goldstein's. He yeah. had
0: the big ceramic hand there with the middle finger up uh, in the air. It was was um, really something. Yeah, I never saw And, of saw course, it. the government took him down like they do to everybody sooner or later, you know. They destroyed his life.
1: But I went on a party on one of those boats that goes out of... You know, goes up the intercoastal, and when they go by the area where Wayne's house is, they point it out.
0: He yeah, doesn't have a house. He has an area. He doesn't have a house. He has an area. Yeah. Yeah, he's got an area all right. Rectum. Now, when you go to Detroit, I think what I'll do, when are you leaving? Monday. Oh, we got a long time. I'll make up a list of all these great restaurants. They're not there anymore. They're not but there anymore. Just pretend that you're going there. Oh, boy. I checked so on them. None of them are there. In fact, uh, downtown, there was a Polynesian restaurant called the Chintiki on Bagley Street, right off Michigan Avenue. Oh, man, that place was just fabulous. You wow. know, the
1: best restaurant in Detroit right now is the one at the Greektown Casino.
0: Do you know that there's not even a London Chop House anymore? No, That's been gone for years. I do know that. Wow, that was a great place. The Although, L- very really expensive, not for schleppers.
1: I, I, I used to eat there when I did Dolphin Games years ago. Well, you
0: must have been making a big bucks because London Chop House used to have to pay extra for the butter. Yep. Every, everything was a la carte. Butter, uh, salt, I mean, whatever it was, they would put it on the table. Yeah, plan. it
1: was one of the great restaurants. It anywhere. really
0: was. Well, that's when uh, Detroit was a different place. Well. Before they started singing that burn baby burn crap, you know. That's when Motown was going big on Grand River Avenue. It was, uh, it was a thrill. Who was Motown was the... named after? Oh, boy. Yeah. I... You know, mark the time, folks. Ten oh nine, Wednesday, January twenty fifth. He just can't stop. He cannot stop. Can't control yourself. No wonder he hates you like poison. You got a an, uh, an, a not so magnificent obsession with that child. Oh, Joe told me that they parted. He was very gentlemanly about it. Uh, your friend, uh, when they you know, parted company, and oh, I guess he would have to be. He's getting paid for a couple months for doing nothing, but he took the high
1: road when he left.
0: Yeah. I, listen, as far as I'm concerned, he can take any road just as long as he hopped on it and kept going. I'd
1: you up for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, you, you, sooner or later you come back to this. He, he was right about that. You, you're obsessed. Down and dirty.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Oh, man. So
0: we got uh, Curtis today in the uh, the rotating, the Romo spot, the rotating mo spot. Yep. And then we got guilty tomorrow and uh, Friday, and then uh, I, don't, I don't, I don't think they have any idea what they're going to do yet. Now you're not still pushing for bowl camp in there every day, are you? You're not, you're off of that kick.
1: I'm not pushing anything.
0: The hell you're not. You are so full of it, man. I, you know, you you like to uh, do a little uh, pushing behind the scenes for you your All I did was
1: ask George for like his name. In a...
0: As a matter of fact, I think you should know that Zagacki's in the running on our pulled, although he's falling behind John Kerry. I didn't Someone who needs, a, exactly needs a personality transplant. In fact, I'll tell you who I voted for on a personality transplant. He was on Wheel of Fortune last night. Bob Greasy. If there's a more dull person on the face of the earth, I've never met him. And believe That's me, I'm not just saying are. that from TV because I worked with Bob on a, the, uh, those hurricane games you know, on TV that one year. Man, is he dull. That's you know, there are body.
1: people who think that John Kerry is the front-runner right now. To,
0: yeah, well, to that's be a the, pretty sad commentary, yeah. isn't it? The Democrats, once again, with nobody out there. Howard he Dean's sure the man, baby. Yeah. Howard Dean is lean and mean. Yeah, Joe Biden didn't
1: do a very good job and he's now No, experience.
0: Joe Biden's. he's another waffler. He's all over the place. He's as phony as a $72 bill. Well, they're all phony. So, in other words, you don't want to say that Bob Greasy's a boring guy? That would
5: be bad no, I Bob's. like Bob
0: now, I, now, see, you you keep confusing things. I don't dislike him. I wouldn't say I like him either. He's so boring that you, I don't really have any feelings about him. But he, he's just dull, so dull. Although I'd rather hear him doing a color on any game than Phil Sims, I will say that.
1: I love Phil Sims.
0: Get out of here on the ball games? Yes. Oh! Thank you, Oh, great. my God. Wow, That's I think open. I'm going to have a relapse. I'm going back to bed. He never shuts up. He's just brutal. He's like an Anglo Denise Pot fan. Bop, 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 bop. Oh God, is he bad? Drives me. And that phony uh, time. They got a lot of time. Oh, that phony effect. He's like, he's like a male Nancy Grace with that phony drawl. You know. Oh. He's from Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky, my ass. Okay, so is Jim Bunning, and he belongs in a mental institution.
1: But that's where he got the accent
0: Did you see Alito was uh, whining and dining with uh, Jim Bunning yesterday? Because he's a big Phillies fan. He had some old Phillies memorabilia, and he had the Bunning autograph it. And, uh, and he said, oh, Bunning, so oh, now you got my vote. Like, it's a big surprise. I mean, this guy's 80 yards to the right of Hitler, Bunning, and uh, that's why it goes. In fact, Bunning's commented as he was leaving. He said, okay, Sam, I'm going to vote for you, and now let's you and I go get them faggots. It was pretty good. <laughs> I was impressed. Well, listen, it's 10-13 already, and we're just uh, rambling on here. Now, quit with that horse racing crap, will you, please? And that hockey talk. Gee, uh,
1: I'm pretty upset about this.
0: About what? About well, what I don't the blame state me. is doing. I don't blame you. At first, they tell you to go over to Calder and bet Gulfstream, then they tell you you can't see Gulfstream there. Well, I'd, I'd go there and do a dump right in the, uh, right in the infield.
1: Well, it's not Calder's fault. And it's no, not Gulfstream's fault.
0: Yeah. The place well, to listen, go dump the is on uh, Dave Roberts' state, desk. Man. It's the state of tropical depression.
1: The place to uh, if you want to dump, Dave Roberts' desk. Okay. Call and make an appointment. 850-488-9130.
0: Okay. That's well, where I'm, gonna, the division I'm, I'm is. gonna work on that. After I go to Niagara this weekend, I'll eat several free meals and I'll be there on Monday to do a number on his desk. All
1: right. Have a, have a day. great uh,
0: have a great Wednesday, a great betting free Wednesday.
5: <laughs> Leave the Take the cannoli.
2: I've been parents and get it boring gig. I'm young, I'm going to mince and shuffleboard. Oh, say, if you think that's funny, funny yeah, a little laugh on you, because you know, You're going to miss me. You bastards will miss me. That's right, you're going to miss me. Go, go, go. I cashed my check and bought a my jury,
3: <laughs> a
2: white one with a great big bench
3: seat,
2: <laughs> I got some earned for the rest, that's waiting me from all of your race and dinkle curry. You him poker and just organize it. I put bog holes on my baggy jacket pants. I may have one vein in the grave and I gotta buy my own pizza, but you're you're sure gonna miss me. Now that poker can't miss me. Are you sure gonna miss me?
0: There's the mustache lady on CNN. You see her?
3: In, we'll see her name's Lucia. Whoa! Hey now,
0: hey, was that right? Was I exaggerating or what?
6: Now she uh, trims that down nicely, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> the only oh, thing that's trim little on out of sorts
0: when you said that. She stood up and started uh, <laughs> I getting hysterical. What's the matter? I she got the like audio talking? on that. I'll play that in a minute or two. Oh, here, the uh, mustache. Lady I thought from it was North a bit Orleans. you were playing. No, it is not. Ten sixteen already. We better get with it. Hey, listen. I know that the Lord even
6: loves Neil Rogers.
3: Who sounds like a moron? Yes, Every time he speaks. It's the way God
6: Wants to take a city and cover
3: it in sweets. Ray Nagin can. Ray can? Ray can. Rainmaking can, cause he wants to make New Orleans taste good. And I don't care what people are saying. He comes like Jesse Jackson. We as black people. His comments sound bizarre. Surely God is mad. He compares the locals to a Willy Wonka bar. Shocker. Ray can. can. Yes, Rainmaking can. Rainmaking can, cause he wants to make New Orleans taste good. It's time
2: for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the one that should be, uptown or wherever they are. This city will be chocolate, a chocolate New Orleans.
3: He never takes the blame for anything he says. Chocolate at the end of the day. Put that chocolate in some coffee and your Juan Valdez, brainache and change. Raynegan can, you know I can't, Ray Nagan can, says he wants to make New Orleans taste good. You can't have New Orleans no other way. It wouldn't be
6: New Orleans. There ain't. angry. And
3: guess what? Everybody in America got a mind. but where is mine? That's what I want them to see. Where is my mother? And I'm angry with the world. Was there what? Mom. they can parade mama. around here and talk about money Gras and what they want to do with New Orleans. Well, what about these 3,000 and some people missing? And what happened miss, my mama? I'm sick of these people. I really am sick of these
0: people. Well, me too. And mama's dead, by the way. Oh, is she? Didn't you just see the update on there?
6: Well, C is not exactly the right word. I mean, it was up there.
1: Yeah. I wasn't paying no attention.
0: No, but they had the update, and they showed the close-up, and she's really psychotic. Now, I don't blame her because Mama's dead, but they showed the close-up man. She said, don't give me no lip. Mm. And you're making fun of her uh, just because she's got a mustache. Not just. Her mama's dead, along with a whole bunch of other people, which, uh, let's see. Mel Gibson needs a personality transplant, and then it says, doy, doy, doy.
2: Doy, 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 doy.
0: Forever. From Hillary in Jacksonville. Oh, thanks a lot, Hillary. Hillary. Oh, they had a poll on Hillary. Uh, You've got to vote for Hillary if she runs. And uh, about Six people said, yeah, sure. Please don't. <laughs> oh, oh, no. You know something? Maybe John Kerry's not such a bad idea after all. Maybe he might butch up between now. Look what happened to Al Gore, how he butched up. Well, bring him back then. No, I don't think we want to go that far. Anyway, here's now, let's see, what was yesterday's poll? Oh, Chris Penn is dead first. We better do that. The dead people. Well, we don't know uh, why we got more dead people in Iraq, but we don't know who they are or how many or anything about it because they, they quit reporting on that a few days ago. I, I didn't even know Chris Penn was gay. Chris Penn is not gay. Well, you know, he's dead. Oh, that, that, no, but Rip Taylor's still alive, <laughs> so I guess he balances him <laughs> out. Yeah, I Googled that this morning. Rip Taylor is still alive. How do you like that? That jackass they called yesterday. Oh, he probably is dead. He's gay. Yeah, only gay people die. Keep that in mind, all you little kids out there. Oh, speaking of gay, man, that Supernatural show, which George did not watch last night, Sorry, went out for dinner somewhere, and probably got himself sick and was puking his guts out. Oh, you'll be pleased to know, speaking of puking his guts out, I've told you this already, that your close friend Rimmer called me yesterday. <laughs> and I think I mentioned that he uh, was uh, AWOL during a Columbus game a few days ago. He started okay. a game, which I hadn't tuned in at that point yet, and I had a, his uh, color guy did the whole game, which was an abortion. Uh-huh. And Rimmer tells me that he got food poisoning. And so that before the game, he started puking his guts out, and they had to bring a second bucket to uh, uh, carry all the, um, yeah. <laughs> That's like Monty Python. Yeah, I, it's, and, and they were doing a game in the stands in Nashville. They had the, you know, the uh, broadcast table set up in the stands. Can you imagine?
6: Putting another bucket.
0: Oh, my God. Of course, being in Nashville is enough to make me puke just thinking about it. So remember, it was puking his guts out, so I'm sure you'd be pleased to hear that. Yeah, yeah. But Supernatural was on last night, and even Josh Cortis said he was really impressed with Sam and Dean. Riveted. Is not that what you said? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. It vibrant. I'll tell you one thing, man. That's a great show. Last night was not a great episode, but it's a good show. That's a keeper, that show. Yeah, for you it is. Well, now, what was wrong with that blonde chick? She was all right. Yeah, she's the only one. Well, so how many do you need, for Christ's sake? How say? many you got? <laughs> how many hot blonde chicks do you need? I guarantee you one thing, she's a hell of a lot better looking than that one that George is all whipped up about on on Smallville, whatever her name is, Lana, Lana Puke, Lana Kristen, Mike Lang. Kristen Crook? Yeah, Kristen's crook. Oh, I'd have to she see ain't that great. she's, just oh, she's okay?
1: I was never Gaga over
0: her. She's well, the lying. blonde that was on last night, sure as hell. Now even Josh would agree with that. I she's think. no Scarlett Johansson. No, am I wrong? Not, but she was she's not. One. She was okay. Who? The girl on uh, the show last night. Supernatural. Right. She wasn't as pretty as Sam, but then again, who is? <laughs> now it's very interesting to me, very revealing that Josh, the one thing he took away from that show was here's these two brothers in their twenties and they're sleeping together in the same room. Yeah, now, they're about, about
6: thirty. Okay? <laughs> they're, not about, they're not about 30, okay? 30,
0: man. The older one there, Dean, he's about 26 uh, or seven, I would say. And then Sam is about 22 or three, I would say. Listen. You better get your ages straightened out, man. You're going to be in deep doo-doo Regardless, I, I know why you're watching the show after that. No, you're right. I Didn't I tell you that up front? I said, there's two hot guys on there. I I don't come out here lying through my teeth. Why else would I watch that show? The drama? Some silly ass with a bunch of ghosts running good, around good and, uh, and macking on uh, each other. That was... <laughs> oh. Smacking on each other? Yeah, macking on uh, their goy. Anyway, so that's uh, the deal. Chris Penn is dead. I guess I better do the break, then we'll talk about Chris Penn for about 10 seconds. He was 40 years old, and he's dead. And he was not. Gay. Yeah. How do you like that? A straight guy that died. Yeah. But he was fat. Mark he's that down.
6: He was fat. Rogers. Even a fat face. This is 560 QAM. Bill, he saved a young boy from being crushed by his adoring throngs and rescued voters from their flaming yacht in the south of France. What's next for this actor savior? Let's find out in our next installment of Tom
2: Cruise
6: Superhero. Excuse me, sir. You have over 20 items in your cart, and this is the 10 items or less checkout line.
2: Well, I don't care. I'm in a hurry.
3: The lady said to get in another line. Tom Cruise! Oh, man,
2: can I have your autograph for my daughter? She'll flip out.
3: Why don't we step over to check out stand number five, and I'll be happy to sign for you.
2: Uh, Yeah, Uh, okay, Uh, I guess.
3: Thank you, Tom Cruise!
2: Another ugly incident quashed by Tom Cruise, superhero! (laughs) Superhero! 10.32
0: 10.32 at QAM, and we do have a Tom Welling bit, but luckily I previewed it uh, on Q during the uh-huh. break. You won't be hearing that on the air. I didn't think so. No. But at any rate, you're not eating already, are you? At 10.32 in the morning? Couldn't wait for my BLT, so I'm having a oh. granola bar. Oh, gee, those are really bad for you. It's good for your... Uh, now, you know these little uh, buttons on our boards, the uh, little yellow and red? Well, of course, they're not. the buttons are yellow and red, but uh, the little bulbs, they don't last forever. No, no they don't. And so i got a couple that are, like, flickering, and they're okay right now, but I'm thinking that they're yeah. probably going to be all going out pretty soon. Yes, they will. Uh, now, how do you get these buttons off here? If I knew how to do that, I could just have them send me a bunch of bulbs, because I don't really feel I want to get right. the engineer to come up, you know. No, they, the they they pull right out and pop back in. They, the, they pull right out? Yes, they do. I don't think so. I think Rest you're one dreaming. Right just grab one and pull it right out. No, it does not. Trust me. It, trust me, it doesn't pull right out. Right, I'm going to pull one out right now. Oh, There geez. it is, right here in my hand.
6: Get no, out of you know, here. I'm popping
0: it back in. Huh? Well, I don't have no fingernails or nothing. No, I'm not using any fingernails. just grabbing it. You're grabbing it? Right. Oh, don't say that. Let's see. Remember ah. which
1: way is right side up, though. Oh, so really? You can, so you can, Yeah, because yeah. it, it goes back in a certain way. The I same see. way it came out.
0: Well, whatever. So maybe they'll send me a bunch of them little bulbs. You might just mention that to somebody. I don't know who you'd mention yeah, it well, to. let me know. Yeah, if we ever have a program director back from all them uh, silly basketball games, maybe I might mention that to him. Uh, on his way out. Actor Chris Penn, brother of Sean Penn, was found dead yesterday at a condo near the beach in Santa Monica, California. Police had discovered the 40-year-old actor's body around 4 p.m. Uh, they said there were no obvious signs of foul play. Although this picture looks pretty foul to me. Sean Penn's publicist, Mar- Mara Bucksbaum, issued a, that's almost like Bierenbaum. That's one of those names you just have to love, you know, Buxbaum, Bierenbaum. Uh, Issued a statement saying that the Penn family would appreciate the media's respect of their privacy during this difficult time. I I don't know what that means. In other words, none Go away. Right. His body was found inside the four-story condo complex after police were called by somebody from within the building. An autopsy be uh, conducted to determine the cause of death. His credits included Mulholland Falls, Rumblefish, All the Right Moves, Footloose, and Rush Hour. Now, Footloose, wasn't that Kevin Bacon? Yes, it was. He also played Nice Guy Eddie Cabot in the 62 Quentin Tarantino crime drama, Reservoir Dogs, which I haven't watched, and you keep telling me don't watch it. Don't watch it. Okay. His late father, Leo Penn, directed television shows. His mother, Eileen Ryan, is an actress whose credits include I Am Sam, Magnolia, and Parenthood. Another brothers, musician Michael Penn. Very talented family, only minus one now. He's dead. His latest film, the Darwin Awards, was scheduled to premiere Wednesday today at the Sundance Film Festival. Oh, Maybe no. that's why he uh, died. Yeah? Maybe he knows Of it's embarrassment. So. <laughs> so, uh, Chris Penn is dead. I never heard of him. You tell me I did, but it's one of those people. Just one of those people. You see, him. He you, was... you see him and say, oh, yeah, I know him, and now he's dead. So he didn't always look that fat. Oh. Here's yesterday's pool. Whose enthusiasm is most annoying? People are like, way over the top. We should also put the booster on there, you know? It's one thing to be enthusiastic during a ball game, it's another thing to be doing a rock and roll talk show.
6: Hey, everybody, hi, you not
0: like that. You know, a little bit over the top for me, booster. But anyway. I prefer a revolving uh, cast of hosts, whoever they are. we got uh, Curtis today. I put in a good word for you, Curtis. Trust me when I tell you. I put in a good word. Didn't do any good, I doubt, but I'm, I'm trying. I mind my own business. I've learned in this business, mind your own business. They ask you any questions, say, I don't know nothing. Don't ask. I won't tell. Whose enthusiasm is most annoying? We had 1,211 votes. Pretty good for a crappy poll. Religious nuts, 681. See, it's crappy because there was like really only one choice. Infomercial host, 111. Dick Vitale, 83, baby. Richard Simmons, 83. Tony Little, 60. Sports Fans, 38. Recovering Alcoholics, 37. Especially the ones at Paxton who were always running around with a bottle of Diet Coke in there are under their each armpit. Tony Robbins has got... About 30, man. Too many teeth. Political Junkies, 29. Kojo, 22. Cujo didn't get any. Goth People, 14. Trekkies, 12. And PC Gamers, Solamente Once, only 11. Undici. Isn't it amazing? I know these numbers in different languages. I can't speak any languages, but I know the numbers. Yeah, It's like a big deal. It's kind of stupid. Oh, he speaks 17 different languages. <laughs> yeah, right. He can count to five in like 16 different languages. Well, good for you. Here's today's pool, and we're going to hop right on it. How many votes we got? Uh, 171. That's not too bad. I didn't put up there till like a little while ago. And why didn't I do that? Well, we had to leave that other one on there a while. Right. Who best over. fits this description? Someone who needs a personality transplant. Somebody who's duller than dog poop. John Kerry, 38. Like I said, the Democrats better come up with somebody else. John Kerry, 38. Al Gore, 34. Like I said, Anna Nicole Smith, 20. Martha Stewart, 20. But she's on serious radio, Martha Stewart. That was a big cool for Mel Carmazan. Hey, nice going, Mel. Mm. You idiot. You notice you're not hearing anything about any of the other people on there at all? Who? Exactly. I'm serious. Tiger Woods, 17. Joe Zagacki, 17. He had a short lead there for a while, but John Kerry and Al Gore passed him like he was laid out on a 40-yard line. Lot, Bob. Bob Greasy, 8. Oh, man. He is just... He was on the Wheel of Fortune last night and never said a word. He never said a word. And the chick won 100000 bucks. She did great. She went a trip to uh, somewhere, trip uh-huh. to Mexico, uh-huh. which I think I would throw back in Pat's lap. I'd say, here, take these uh, mushy beans and stick them up in his skirt, okay? Get out of my face, Pat. But she won 100000 Uh Pete Sampras, six. I told you about my meeting him uh, during a Mark Jacobson taping, that awful show, the Kendall Toyota show. Mm-hmm. And it was Pete Sampras, and, uh, I, I, and he was watching us tape our segment first. And he thought I was just crazier than a bed bug. No sense of humor, everything very uptight. Now, what is this man saying, you know? And uh, then, you know, after the our taping was done, they introduced me to him, and I shook, I reached out to shake his hand. And wouldn't you think that a tennis player would have? You a firm, would think a a, firm
5: grip. Yeah,
0: uh, no, well, not just a firm grip, but a like uh, like I don't want to say delicate hands because that sounds awfully gay. But you yeah. know what I mean. You, you know what I'm saying. Like
6: uh, like substantial uh, hands, like yeah. tender little right. girly. Uh, but
0: he had these small claw clammy hands, like Ooh. like a like a chimpanzee or something, like a, like a claw. Not like no, that's, all, I, that's not what you expect a tennis player to have at all. I expect a tennis player to have great hands, you know. Anyway, he's bizarre. Pete Sanford, six. Ellen Degenerate, four. Five. Jeff Gordon's got four. Mel Gibson, three. Kevin Costner, three. And Bernie Williams doesn't have any. Now, how how Bernie Williams could have none, I have no idea, because he is the most expressionist athlete, expressionist-less athlete I've ever seen in my life. You know what I'm saying, Josh? Yeah, he's just there. He is just, I mean, he's a great player. no not take that away from yeah, me. Yeah, he was. He was but he is he done now
6: no but he should be
0: oh he was a great player but he just he, he never changed the expression on his face he always looks like he's just bored to be there like uh, just give me the money and I don't want to be it he's a very boring guy that's his groove the Bernie Williams groove is that what they call it I guess his groove I thought the that was his rectum. Rectum. I thought that's what they were talking his about flow uh flow well that's what I hear he spends a lot of time on the flow these days low flow, flow. Oh, and I, next you're going to be saying mo Flow. I wasn't allowed like say that now. mo Flow. Did he offer you one, Goldie?
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, Goldie tomorrow and Friday, 2 to 4, in that revolving slot, in the Mo-Slot. There's a lot of strange people winding up in the Mo-Slot. This is Neil Rogers. And my
3: mother. Tell-a-lito. This crime don't take When you're on the table Of the Cosa Nostra A respectable man Or the black hand In the pocket like So much change San Marino For an abortion Of the super-divore's since you choose to consort with the civil rights races, Fascist your pig with the crony king. They can't pay the bill, else they get their legs like broken.
6: Sandalito
3: on your moral ground. It's bush on the lips Like a boilers baker Wreck them What would Jesus do If he ever met you He would slap your face He'd praise him To get back to
0: New Jersey <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when Hopper said this morning That he was a, a big fan He loved Phil Simms He was just uh, doing that to aggravate me, wasn't he? Maybe You never know no, because I think he already agreed with me about Phil Sims a long time ago. But He probably knows him personally, you know? Yeah, it's probably one of those things, you know. like you know, Bob like Greasy, you know, that business, I like Bob. Well, I don't dislike Bob Greasy, he's just boring, you know. I know he likes Joe Zagaki too, but Joe is terminal. He needs a personality transplant. Of course, it's hard to transplant one when you don't have one in the first place. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? Like Bush, and you know, they talk about Bush's brain. Well, how can you talk about something that don't exist? Let's see. Oh, and poor Humper, he's getting it all over the place. It says, for the pool, how about Hank's good buddy, Beano Cook? Also, for the most lot, how about the tag team of Kimba and Goldie?
3: Oh, oh stop. Stop, please.
0: What is wrong with these people? I, and you know where that fax came from? I guarantee it came from across the street. You think? Guaranteed. Do you want to put Beano Cook on there? I don't know. Yeah, I did. All, all right.
2: Our final
0: segment with world famous <laughs> Beano Cook. <laughs> There's Beano. Anyway, now what's this zany Las Vegas variety show in town? Oh, zany. Well, no, you got to, the part they
4: marked is what they want you to see.
0: Oh, Tommy, Tom Brady. We were just talking about him before yes, the we show were. about naked pictures. More athletic action at Prime 112, where New England Patriots quarterback and Visa mouthpiece Tom Brady dined while his defensive line protected him from the girls trying to get to him and the guys. In exchange, Brady took the beefy beef eaters out for dinner using his Visa, of course. Well, he can afford it. Like I said, what red-blooded guy or gay, anybody, any male, even some women, what, what person wouldn't want to be Tom Brady, right? Sure, why not? Even you would like to be Tom Brady. You'd like to have that money. You'd like the to look like that. that. You'd like accident? to have all them, right. all them hot babes just lined up at the uh, motel door. That'll make some people pay. <laughs> uh, like Rimmer, for example. He still won't pay, by the way. <laughs> if he was, starving, he'd rather he peep pay. his guts out again before, besides paying for dinner. Anyway, look at this. Male student wins fight to wear a skirt to high school. So what so kind of skirt sport? is it, though? See, this is the important part. Well, we're going to get to it All if right. you let me do the story. Now, let me just say this. Suppose he was Scottish. I. Okay, I I And suppose he wanted to wear kilts to school. Well, a kilt is like a uh, skirt, and a kilt don't have, I don't think they wear nothing underneath it either. they They do, actually. You think Sam wears a kilt? On the supernatural. Oop. That's why you haven't seen the show yet. When you see the show, you'll know what I'm talking about. You'll say, "Oh yeah, there's that faggot at it again." You know? That's that's what Josh was thinking when he as soon as he saw that show, he was thinking, "Oh yeah, I know why that old queen watches this show. Isn't that what you were thinking?" That's exactly what I was thinking. And you know what? You were right. And you thought, well, at least he's got good taste anyway. Is it, I don't know about that. No, get <laughs> out of here! You—it's too late for that now. Said, you were you drooling before go the, anyway. the show. You said, why well, I sure wish I was one of those two guys." Yeah, that's—that's that's what I said. Yeah, so you could sleep with your brother. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least they were sleeping in different <laughs> different beds for the cameras, anyway. What's wrong with you? This wasn't like uh, the bareback cowboy. You got this confused with that damn movie that the president claims he didn't see yet. I thought
4: it was—I was, uh, was going to go that way.
0: Yeah, I bet you did. You probably hope well, the phone call comes in, Daddy! And, you know, I thought there was going to be a little hug there or something.
3: WQAM, hello.
5: Hi, Neil. How are you? Okay. Good. Uh, listen, I got a guy for your poll. I, I don't know if anybody's going to know who he is, but he's really in the name's wrong. Ben Stein.
3: Oh, I agree. Sure, everybody knows who that is.
0: Yeah, win Ben Stein's money. You're right. He's a terminal, ponderous guy and also a real yeah. right wing yeah, jackass, too. Win Ben Stein's money. Another one of those juice Bye. sellouts, you know, right wing, uh, oh, brother. Keep your own money, Ben Stein. Although George will take some I mean, It'll Josh says sense. until he gets that raise. By the way, how's your raise coming, uh, Josh Cordes? Bet you haven't heard a word about that, have you? I bet you're right. Well, I think that once we eliminate the program director position, I think that will free up some cash for you guys. They deserve to be making some money. Yeah, Clarence has decided he wants to be a little a little sports nerd. He wants to be Mike Rosenthal. He? I think that's what he ought to be doing.
5: WQAM, hello. You watch American Idol last night, Neil? I beg your pardon? You watch American Idol
2: last night? No,
0: I don't watch American Idol last night or any other night. No, I did not.
2: All right. Have a good
0: day, man. Did you watch Supernatural last night? What? Yeah, I said have a nice night. Yeah, speaking of supernatural. WQAM, hello. Hello. Well, he's getting there early this, uh, (laughs) by the way, for those who don't recognize the voice, that's your buddy. Gilbert Solomon, by the way, who actually drives a car and pretends to be like, uh, you know, put on his own pants. 5670560, Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty leave around. Well widow Joey didn't have to get screened to when they put the widow Joey, he got nothing to say, George. If you guys think I'm gonna put up with this, you're you're crazy 'cause I'm not putting standard stuff for this. You're gonna put me on the air and uh
2: This is the amazing Gilbert reminding you not to drink and drive this holiday season. Well, yeah. you thought
5: that I was stubborn stupid? Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. No, we didn't think. Look at those phones, boy. This this week is the week from hell on this phone. You know what? Right. Uh, you'd almost think that this was a holiday week. Right. And last week, it was just fine, even yeah. starting on
6: a Monday. I just
0: Remember? don't get it. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon singular wireless line. Maybe now these people all got a hold of their roofers and their pool repair people and all the other, uh, you know. It's still a long, take it from me, because I know it's a long ways from uh, people getting their uh, life back together again. Trust me when I tell you. Yeah. A male high school student, this is in Hasbrook Heights, New Jersey. See, now that I'm going to do the story now, a bunch of lines, I'll get to you when I feel like it. A male high school student can wear a skirt to school after the ACLU reached an agreement with school officials. You go, uh, what's his name, Mike? You go, Mikey. Doing a heck of a job. The ACLU announced the deal yesterday that will allow a Hasbrook Heights school senior to wear a skirt to protest the school's no-shorts policy. He's making a statement. The district's dress code bans ban sh- shorts between... That's a dress code. Okay. In other words, uh, don't wear a cold it. dress. Bans shorts between October 1 and April 15, but allows skirts a policy 17-year-old Michael Coviello believes is discriminatory. And I think he is...
3: Absolutely correct,
0: sir. I'm happy to be able to wear skirts again to bring attention to the fact that the ban on shorts doesn't make any sense, Coviello said in his statement. The Hasbro Heights superintendent, Joseph C. Luongo... Oh, man, did he play a hell of a game last night for most of the game, till uh, asked in, Didn't return telephone messages left Tuesday seeking comment. Coviello first wore a costume-style dress, but high school officials told him to go home and change. The district superintendent then advised the Coviello uh, family to purchase everyday dress and skirts at a retail store, which Coviello did, the ACLU said. But after a few days, he was sent home with a note from his principal saying if he wore a dress, a kilt, or a skirt, he could no longer attend school. And the court said, guess what? How do you like that? I don't. The ACLU intervened. They said, uh, your mama. Yeah, he couldn't uh, couldn't wear a dress, a kilt, or a skirt. This was was, uh, part of his religion. I, I just don't get it. They said, if you come to school dressed like that, you will be killed.
3: You've got to
0: stick your spoon in it, lad. Don't worry. It's not going to break. Exactly. So we ought to probably take a poll on that. Now, we already got our other poll, but let's, uh, you know,
6: what do you think about
0: your son going to school wearing a dress or a skirt? Wouldn't that be lovely? Depends if it clashes with his, like, shoes and his blouse. Or his T-shirt. Right.
5: WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. I have a a spy report. Yeah. Papano harness track. Uh, What's going to be now? Just spots and stuff?
0: W-Q-Y-M, hello.
5: Exactly. QAM. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. It's Charles Belay. How are you?
0: Charles Belay. Yes, sir. You're not related to Enrico Belay,
5: are you? <laughs> I listen all the time. People say, hey, Neil, saying something. No, I'm not. How you doing? Hey, listen, Neil, I have a question for you. What do you mean, you?
4: saying something?
0: No, he's not. Who, who the hell are you? What's that? Who are you?
5: You know me, Neil. Charles Belay? Correct. You usually call me Chuck Billy.
0: What what do you do, Charlie?
5: I work at Channel 7.
0: Oh, Charlie Belai from Channel 7. Now (laughs) I know. Well, how the hell am I supposed to know I don't watch Channel 7? I'm never there, so how would I be watching that stupid, I mean, that great channel? Yeah,
5: absolutely. Charlie
0: Belai, we got a local celebrity here. Oh, my God. So what's up, Charlie.
5: Hey, I have a question. You know, Neil, I listen here and there, but and I know that they kind no of... give me this
0: here and there. You listen to this. You've got your radio glued on this show, man. <laughs> no, here and near my ass.
5: Yeah, you're right. You're right. You caught me. Anyway, I know that you're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. The fart right. sounds, all of that. What, what happened, to to Neil, and what did they, they say to you? I'm just kind of curious.
2: Well, what do you mean, what do they say to me
5: about what? Yeah, about what you can and can't do. I mean, putting the collar on you. I just, you know, I just don't think it's right.
0: They said whatever you want to do, uh, don't do it. Yeah, that's Joyce. That's that Joyce Fitch bitch over there in the West Coast. And because this company hasn't got a clue of what the FCC is all about or what the regulation and which I understand that. Uh, so when in doubt, just leave it out. Got but it, believe, now we got a boss that's going to bat for our fart sounds. How do you like that? Hi! Yeah. In fact, you yeah. know something? Based based on my conversation with him yesterday, I think I might just start slipping a few fart sounds in there today because he has no problem with it. <laughs> he has no objection.
5: Oh, we came to the conclusion you know that
0: Joyce Fitch has never farted in her life, and as a result, the, the sound might just be a little overwhelming for her. Yeah, well... Although I can just imagine the aroma. Put you in a yeah.
3: coma. <laughs> okay.
5: Have a great day, Neil. I love you. You too, Charlie.
0: Welcome to the WQM um, Dysfunctional Family. Thanks a lot, Charlie. And say hi to all my old friends there at Channel 7. Will do. I don't have any, but say hi anyway.
5: Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell hi. everyone you said hi. Tell John tell Turchin, looks like a, is,
0: is John Turchin still there, by the way? They blow his ass out.
5: No, John Turchin is now working with uh, John Walsh on America's Most Wanted. And if you've watched that show at all, you hear John doing his reports all the time.
0: And he ought to be one of them, by the way. John yep. Turchin looks like an urchin. Okay, thanks a lot, Chuck. Chuck whatever your name is. See you. See you, man. Charles Belai from Channel 7. I'm kind of embarrassed because I didn't know who that was in the beginning. should I be embarrassed? I still don't know. Get out of here you're on Channel Seven, man! You better start watching Channel Seven. Yeah, the only thing I watch on Channel uh, Seven is the, uh, you know, well, the I stuff. Well, kind the of realize the fact that you're full of it. You don't watch Judge the news Judy. anyway. You're busy watch watching Judge naked uh, broads, naked Judge Judy. Yeah. Oh, brother. <laughs> oh, sister. Naked Judge Joyce. Yeah, so oh. this guy says, "Go ahead and play the fart sounds." What do you say? <laughs> now, now, who's in charge today? A boy. Robert Creeper? Well, oh, seriously, I mean, I'm sure that Clarence isn't back from Virginia yet, is he? I haven't seen him. Yeah, see what a joke that is? I think Josh is over here. Yeah, I'm Josh, Josh Cord is in charge. Now, can we play the fart sounds or what? Yeah, you're good to go. Are we? Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, because I talked to our general manager yesterday. He th- he thinks it's just asinine. He said Joyce is a, a silly-ass bitch. And I think it's asinine as well, so rip one. Then what does George think? Uh, no, I'm not going to rip one. All right. tear one. Well, i got to find one. For, oh, wait. How about this? Now, this is not a fart. See? Okay. It's just a sound. I mean, nobody ever farted and sounded like that, right? No, I never. No. This is your brain.
6: Any questions? The heart-stopping action continues with a new season of 24 on Fox. Renegade CTU agent Jack
2: Bauer is called back to action.
3: (laughs)
6: T.U., we need you.
3: Oh, crap. Now what? A
6: group of terrorists are planning to assassinate the president by launching a nuclear warhead into Washington, D.C. while releasing a toxic nerve gas that melts people's faces. That's it? Yeah. Isn't there anyone else you guys can call to save the world? I mean, haven't I been through enough? My wife's been murdered, my daughter's been caught in a bear trap, my girlfriend dumped me, and my entire body's been beaten within an inch of its life. There's more bad news. Now what? Your third cousin's best friend's college roommate was kidnapped by the terrorists. No!
2: 24 is
3: back on Fox.
6: Will there be evil double agents involved? Yes. How about satellite tracking devices? Yes. Flagrant protocol violations? Yes. How about mortally wounded thugs who whisper cryptic information before losing Consciousness. Of course. Well, can you at least get rid of that annoying ticking clock? No. Uh. It's twenty-four with the
2: annoying clock. Okay, it's 11.03 On our annoying clock. Okay,
0: we hear. Don't keep saying fox. We get very upset when you say that. Fox. And back at you. Anyway, we got uh, Curtis Stevenson at uh, two this afternoon. Mad Dog from the Bank Atlantic Center at four o'clock. Probably hockey intensive. I hope not. Panther preview at six thirty. Panthers and the Hurricanes at 7 o'clock night, the Red Hot Carolina Hurricanes with your good buddy Ray Whitney and Eddie Kaplan after the hockey game. Uh-huh. U.S. Senator Bill Nelson said uh, yesterday he plans to vote against, and by the way, I was remiss yesterday. I did give you the information, which was a foregone contusion, uh, that the Senate Judiciary Committee, that they voted 10 to 8 to, con- to ascend the legal um, confirmation yeah. of the full Senate. And, of course, it was 10 Republicans, 4 and all 8 Democrats against. And that's the part I didn't mention because mm-hmm. you asked before the show. The show, right? Now it's going to go to the full Senate, and of course he'll get confirmed. But it's going to be a little bit closer than the Republicans would like, which is why they're glad it's getting uh, laid off. she so probably next week. U.S. Senator Bill Nelson said yesterday he plans to vote against Sam Alito's confirmation to the Supreme Court. You go, Billy.
2: All right.
0: Nelson announced his decision in a statement from his Washington office shortly after the Senate Judiciary Committee favorably recommended uh, Alito's uh, yada 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 on a party-line vote. His many legal writings, judicial opinions, and evasive answers at both uh, his hearing and in our private meeting convinced me he would tilt the scales of justice in favor of big government, said, uh, whatever his name is, Bill Nelson. He's another one that could use a personality transplant. Put him on there, Senator Bill Nelson. put him on. is he boring? I mean, I'm glad that he's voting against uh, this fascist, but the full Senate is expected to vote later this week or early next week. Alito picked up the support last week of Florida's other U.S. Senator fascista, Republican Mel Martinez. Fascista rhymes with Batista. Mel Martinez, you quizzling you... You God. God, I hate him. Nelson, a Democrat seeking re-election in November, is likely to find himself forced to defend his decision in this year's campaign. Oh, yeah. Well, who wrote this car? Oh, Channel 7 News. See, this Enrico Belay had a call before. Chuck Belay. I can't believe you don't know who that is. I didn't know who? either. I don't know. His office was quick to show, Nelson, that the lawmaker had voted for 215 of President Bush's 225 judicial picks, including Chief Justice John Roberts, who will be doing the weekend news on CBS with that very gray hair. Alito, who was chosen by Bush to succeed retiring Justice Sandro Gay O'Connor, spent nearly an hour with Nelson last week in the senator's orifice. And, I mean, it didn't,
6: uh, it didn't work out. It didn't bring enough money, I guess.
0: As opposed to a Jim Bunning, which uh, Alito said, oh, I'm a big Phillies fan, and can I, uh, would you autograph this picture? It reminded me of that scene in The Exorcist where uh, Lee, uh, what, what's his name? Lee J. Cobb says mm-hmm. to uh, the mother. Right. He says, uh, oh, well, I hate to do this, but uh, could I have an autograph for my little girl? She's a big fan of all your movies. And she says, oh, well, what's, what's your name? Yeah. I lied. It's for me. He was so great, Lee J. Cobb. Is he dead? What was her name again that played uh, the actress? Oh, man. We always do that. We can I choose her I'll confuse her up. with the one from uh, from Cuckoo's Nest that played Miss Rand Nurse Ratchet. No,
6: I, I just confuse her with a blank.
0: What? Wasn't it? Isn't it the same one, Ellen Burstyn?
6: No, Ellen Burstyn is uh, is the correct answer. Louise Fletcher is. Uh, no,
0: but Ellen Burstyn is Nurse in Reckoning for a Dream. So how could we not know that? Even though she's about a hundred years older than. Because exactly. Huh? And these names are just bursting out of my brain. Ellen's Burstyn. That's who plays uh, Reagan's mother. Correct. And who played Captain Howdy? <laughs> five six Me, seven so. oh five. Sh- huh? Me. Howdy, Captain. Boy, I don't know what kind of. I, I tell you, that's why the world is the way it is today. Because most of these people they didn't grow up watching Howdy Duty. WQAM. Hello.
5: Hello. Is this yes sir? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, I just have to say I am breathless with excitement because I heard the poopies. Yeah, the, uh,
0: you heard Charles Belay on the air. Is that what did it for you? <laughs> now yes. you know who? Do you know who that is? Yeah, from Channel. Well, I, listen, I'm just taking it on my own, dropping a couple of those in there because I mean, I had a conversation with our new general manager yesterday, and he thinks that Joyce is just way out of line, and he's right. And uh, you know, and so if I get in hot water because of it, he'll have to uh, jump in the tub too. I mean, it's just, it's just ridiculous. We have we have taken too much from a bitch that hasn't got any idea. We got a program director wouldn't know uh, a radio show that isn't about sports from his, uh, his toenails, and uh, we need to get with it, man. We need to butch up on this station.
5: Can I just say how he just that was though? And now I'm gonna I'm gonna dare you to, to throw one down in the clear.
0: Come on. Throw, throw one down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm leaning on one uh, cheek now. I'll See what I can do about it okay. on the DL. There you go. Five, six, seven, oh five cents. Throw one down in the clear. Well, what, what a, is that? A pneumatic press. Though? Yeah. Now now he's like uh, now we got fart requests on yeah, the he, show. He's see, the conductor. That, that makes it gratuitous. You're just trying to uh, stir that's up right. the pot. That's all. He's probably called from across the street. And by the way, I didn't hear no fart sounds. When? Exactly. We aren't playing any fart sounds. These are just sound effects, that's all. Like uh, that, that's no fart. I'm know. i, I I'm 63 years old. I never in my life farted once that sounded like anything no. like that. And believe me, I fart a lot. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. A lot. Including sometime in the elevator. And I'm just pray that when I get to the bottom that uh, nobody I know is down there going to get in. If you uh, drop a bowl of oatmeal upside down, it sounds like that. Like that? Yeah, that's exactly. oatmeal. Drop it on the floor. Can't you tell? WDQAM, Fart Central, hello.
5: Hey, Neil, how you doing there?
0: Pretty good, Pally.
5: <clears throat> All right, I heard the uh, thing with uh, Charles Bolly. It was nice who to hear that. Who is from that? Him. Who is he? Uh, the Channel 7 uh, anchor guy. Now, does he anchor it? He, well, he he got, he I, does got, I got news
0: for you. Most of the people over there at Channel 7 even anchor around their ankles, oh. I'll tell you that. Bel- Bel-
5: Bel- Bel- I don't know whether it's oh, must have in the array, yeah. Unbelievable. I can't believe they put it on the air. But anyway, here's um, what I want to ask you. Yeah. Believable. Yeah. Uh, uh that. You, you mentioned Sally Fitz every now and then, and her name pops up, and I... I, I A friend of mine was, was just... Yeah, that's just it. She was saying, he was telling me that there's some story behind the whole thing, and I, <laughs> said, I never
3: heard of it. Can you, can you enlighten me on this?
4: I'll tell you what.
0: I'll, I'll give you the short answer.
3: Uh, Sally Fitz would say, take it up
0: your ass. There's the answer to your question, okay? Moving right along. By the way, he does uh, weekends. Enrico Belai yeah, 5, 6, and 10 p.m. on the weekends.
2: All right.
0: Now, I'm embarrassed because he called, assuming that I knew who he was. And, of course, I'm not there most of the time. And even when I am there, I almost never watch Channel 7 News, which he may be a very good news guy. I just, I, ha- I get the heebie-jeebies when I turn on Channel 7. I go, oh, I feel unclean, you know. I can't go how many years. The ghost of Ricky Sanchez to ho- hovers over my uh, body. Right. And John Turchin, I remember last time I saw John Turchin, he was scalping tickets for a Panther game in the old Miami Arena. You know, John Turchin worked at WS News, and I'm the one that put him on here doing news with the Corey Zawato. Who? Corey Zawato. They were like uh, funky uh, news people on WS News 100 years ago. He was, a, he was not a bad guy, John Turchin. had Kind of a puffed-up ego, but nevertheless. You know who else I wonder whatever happened to? Who was the news guy, Alice? R- Do you know I had a dream last night? In the dream, Alice Rantel was in it, and Russ Oasis. Is that that's bizarre, bizarre that's a or what? Hell of a dream. Well, I always had that, and it wasn't a nightmare, it was just a, another one of these radio dreams. I'm sure that the events of the last uh, 48 hours have precipitated that, With the company screwing with my uh, paycheck again, all this stuff. I'll tell you one thing, thank God for Joe Bell. He, he, gonna, he will bring us out of the uh, depths of despair at this place. He is the Jesus Christ of QAM. When we think of the kind of lack of uh, support and the lack of anything, even involvement we had from the prior regime, you know, a guy that doesn't return anybody's phone calls, a guy that just ignores all of us, unless when he gives you, like, a dirty look in the hallway and then, like, farts. He's, he's another guy that probably f- farts in a hallway if he hears you coming down the hall and then runs real fast. So you think so. Oh, that was a uh, mo did that. You know, that was somebody else. That's a good idea. Yeah. Just drop a real, uh, a real choice one in the hallway and then run around the corner real quick if you, you know, heard some footsteps. Especially if you think it was somebody you didn't like. Then it turned out it was Tommy that was coming down the hall. And Tommy, of course, snitched. Because Tommy, what? Well, Tommy's one of the good people. He's on our That's side. So right. he told us that Greg farted real bad in the hallway. And uh, I think that was the last blow for the Beasleys, you know, when they found out that Greg was dropping wind, passing passing gas in the up. hallway. That was the end of his uh, act. Twelve. <laughs> 12 minutes after 11. What a silly bunch of people, man! What a silly that Joyce. I'd like, you know what? We'd like to tie her up and hang her upside down from a from a gigantic flagpole for about a month. Yeah, maybe, maybe maybe some of that blood will rush to where her brain is supposed to be. She'd wise up. Oh,
3: you can't say this, and you can't do that, and, and you sure can't say this.
0: Uh... Yeah, she, let, let me say this. She wouldn't our a radio if you stuck 15 transistor radios where Sally Fitz might. Mercedes McCambridge was the voice of Captain Howdy. That is correct. Not, now, what does it say? Not oh, many, uh, Minnie Mouse. I don't know. I can't read the bottom. Neither. It's cut off on mine, too. No. It's cut off on the facts, so whoever... Minnie Pearl. No, we, we already uh, got that straight out a long time ago. It's, I always right. used to say it was somebody else, but it, Mercedes McCambridge did the voice of Captain Howdy. I, I think it does say Minnie Pearl down there, though. In, in addition to which, uh, no, that wasn't the voice of Captain Howdy. Captain Howdy didn't have a voice. Because don't you remember when right. Reagan was lying in the bed and they, the shrink was saying, is there somebody in there with you? And is it, yes? And is it Captain Howdy? No. Oh, that, that wasn't Captain Howdy. That was the evil. Captain Howdy was an imaginary thing that she made right. up. Don't you get Maybe it? Maybe so, talking yeah, about guess the other. Uh, Mercedes McCambridge was the voice of the evil uh, demon in Reagan. Right. And in uh, L- well, Little Brother, too. That's, I'm talking about Ronald Reagan.
6: That's Captain Howdy.
0: What? The evil demon.
6: That's what Reagan called it. Before, It is? Before, yeah. Remember, she told her mother that she had her a wee-wee
0: Her wee-wee board? Right.
6: The Captain Howdy turned out to be the demon.
0: I never knew that. Yeah. She told her mother. Get mom, out, out of here. Next you. thing you're going to tell me it was Charles Belay. Who? 11-14 at 560. The Beast has lost eight pounds <laughs> on balance for life. And a lot of you here, it's the 25th of January, and you're, like, wobbling about that New Year's resolution to get rid of that ugly, disgusting, very unhealthy fat... And i as a retard in riding on the bus with my sister to the subway where I beg for change.
2: All right, are you commuters, I'm a retard over here for what you can in a box. You ain't no retard. Why, sure I am. Al, I'm like a uh, gigot. I get a load of this, see? I hate this place. Nothing works here. I've been standing here for seven years. The medications don't work. When I grow up, I want to look just like Jackie Gleason. Then people will forget who I am. Some black guy will steal my act. Rosie O'Donnell. Hey, look, pal!
3: i am retarded. See? Whoa. Whoa.
6: In riding on the bus with my sister to the subway where I beg for change. Hey Bob, look! I'm Terry Shiva. Just inside the feeding tube? Whoa. Oh yeah.
0: Cube. See now that was just a feeding tube. Correct. Because now people are going to start getting paranoid every time they hear any kind of a sound it's like a, you know, they're gonna, oh, there's another one in fart sounds. Yeah. No, 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 nobody's farting here. That's for damn sure. Kind of like, uh, <laughs> see like that. Right. That isn't even close. That's bro cream, you know, being split. do you? Five six seven oh five sixty. Boy, I tell you, I feel like we've been emancipated today. Wow. By that BLT, you? yeah. yeah. Sure does, well, uh, you eat up with the them BLTs, and you're going to be farting all over the place too. Thanks, Howie. It's about time, and, and, and then again, you know, when you've got people that are going to go to bat for you and, like, stand behind you as opposed to, like, oh, you know, like some of the cowardly middle-level management people we've had. Oh, well, gee, you better not do that. I remember that one day a couple of years ago. I'm sitting in that studio where your ass is right now, and it's 2 o'clock, and after the show, here comes the double duel of the, the, the daring duo. <laughs> the daring duo, the one with a cape on. I don't want to say which one. you so, and Duff and Clarence, and they come in. Oh, well, you know, they're very uh, sensitive, and Joyce, and uh, this, and, uh, you know. Eh, and and they're, they're, they're rattling off a bunch of words to me, like, hello and goodbye. Like, no matter what, that you say, uh, well, you can't do this. and you can't. Now, why even bother opening the mic and doing a show, for Christ's sakes, you know?
6: To think how safe we'll be if we don't say anything.
0: Yeah. In fact, that's one thing that uh, our General Mangler said to me yesterday. He said, you know, it sounds to me like you can't do much of anything. I said, that's why it's a miracle we still got numbers on this show, because we're not allowed to do anything. We got a nervous Nelly over there, and we got two nervous Nellies. been in middle-level management for the last few years now. Oh, gee, whatever you say, Joyce. Well, screw you, Joyce. How do you like that, honey? And put a little peanut butter and jelly on it, too. God. Leave the broadcasting to us, okay? We're not the ones who put Scott Farrell on the air. We're not the ones that put the Stern show on with a a guy sitting in there with 85 dump buttons, having a nervous breakdown and dumping uh, every other word. Like the day that Howard did a whole show on farts, and we had music playing for like two and a half hours. Remember that day? <laughs> do I remember? Yeah. I taped tape. How do you like that? We had music playing. Oh, I can't understand why that thing didn't work out for us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brother. WQAM, hello.
5: Uncle Neil, what's the deal? I hear you ranting and raving.
0: Yeah, I'm ranting.
5: <laughs> Listen, I was with one of your best friends last night, and he loves you. Kim Chuck Bo- lie No, Kimbo Camper.
0: Kimba, how's Kimba doing? Kimba's
5: doing great. He wants to know how come when he's on before you or he's on after you, you don't do any verbal intercourse with him.
0: I don't only I do only verbal intercourse with a humper. That's it. That's enough for me.
5: All right. He does love you, though. I was with him. I love I him think.
0: too. He's a great guy, and he's got that big cow there in front of the University Dodge. What's not to like?
5: <laughs> he was telling me the story about the first time he met you at IOD. He said a loadie in the hallway, he was picking up a check, and twenty minutes later he's driving to go wherever, and you were on the air, you started ripping him right off the bat. He goes, Ah, Neil likes me. I love it.
0: Yeah, that's right. If I rip that means I like you a lot. You know what I'm saying? Don't, 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 That's don't, don't, don't for sure. Got, uh, and back at you. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty. I love Kim. Buddy. He's a dullard on the ear, but you know he see he doesn't mind that. He knows it. he, you know, he he's not one of those people for the pool today. He doesn't need a personality transplant because he's got a you know, personality, just a just a dull one. You know what I mean?
6: Well, there's <laughs> no, 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 a difference. That. Hey, you're all the way up there where you're safe.
0: Well, what does that mean? I'm not not worried about him. (laughs) He loves me, just like this guy just said,
6: because he's got a sense of humor. If he didn't
0: have a sense of humor, do you think I would say those things in the first place? He'd probably be on the first uh, plane coming up. See what I'm saying? I'm not nervous. Okay, what do we got on the uh, poll here so far? Now, let me ask you, is Clarence actually in there or not? Not. He did not show up. See, this is what I'm saying, and and it's not personal, it's strictly business. But there are just too many issues that need to be dealt with there. It's it's supposed to be a business, and if you're going to like to go do monkey business and take two, three days off to go do a little ball game, uh, then we got nobody running the ship. And the general manager, I'm sure, has inherited, well, I'm not not just sure, I'm positive, uh, that he's inherited so many different problems, man. He doesn't have time to be potching around, worrying about, uh, you know, who's made the schedules out and who got the paycheck and who's on first. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? I'm saying get with it, Clarence. When he comes back, I want the both of you to grab him in the hallway and just beat the living crap out of him. Beat some sense into him.
6: All right, you do the grabbing, Josh.
0: Get his priorities. He'll grab it. Who best fits this? Someone who needs a personality transplant. John Kerry, 61. Al Gore, 58. Martha Stewart, 35. God. Anybody want any cookies? And it kind of reminds me of Sandy Payton. Now, we're not going to put her on because she hasn't been on the air in about 100 years. But the same monotone, 60-cycle tone, that same boring. There's nothing worse than boring, okay?
3: Have a nice day. That's days. why I'm
0: sitting here, like the guy said, ranting and raving. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but I'm ranting and raving. And there you go beating me to it. I
3: would love to keep you all to myself.
0: Oh, God, She's talking to Ann Bishop there, by the way. And Ann was already uh, laid out on the <laughs> slab when she said it. I think she did keep her all to herself. Yeah, all the money, anyway. Anybody ever check the casket? Ann and Nicole tisket, Tiska to Tasket Anna Nicole Smith, 31. Tiger Woods has got Bob 30, man. Oh, is he boring? And, of course, he plays a boring game, not a sport, a game. Joe Zagaki, 29. Bob Greasy, 17. Oh, Bobby, is he ever terminal. Mel Gibson, 15. Kevin Costner, 9. See, the thing with Hank, you notice this? Everybody I say, which anybody in a sports fraternity is obviously a friend of his because he knows everybody and he likes 90% of them. And so he'll always respond by saying, oh, I like so-and-so. You know, I like uh, uh, Bob Greasy. I like, you know, and that's fine, because I'm not saying I don't like them. I'm saying that they, can't you say that you've got a friend who's boring? No. Oh. Well, Bob Greasy's boring, 17. Mel Gibson, 15. Kevin Costner, 9. Pete Sampras, with those clammy hands, he's got 9. Jeff Gordon, 7. Ellen Degenerate, 8. Gay, 6. What do they have in common? Uh, Bino Cook for Bernie Williams finally got a pair, and Senator Bill Nelson's got none. That's because nobody knows who he is. You know the fact that we used to have Bobby Graham and now we got Mel Martinez. What does that tell you about America's march drive to the far right, huh? Mm-hmm. What does that tell you about the green tooth, no speaking English crowd? Oh, well, what does it say? Well, that's what I would say. Embarrassing. Mel Martinez, my ass. Just another fascist in drag. Fascista, fascista, we love Batista, and, that, and that's it. That's what it's all about. Your people, man, that whole thing with the fascism. Right. They, they embrace it. They love it. And you want to know oh. why? Because it's diametrically posed. It's the it's the opposite pull from communism. Communist, see? Communista, 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 et cetera, and so on. So if communism is bad, then fascism must be great. It's, it's spectacular. Yeah, there you go. <sighs> 26 past 11. Boy, am I, I'm just full of it today. I'm full of energy. And Take a whatever. drink. Of what? Water. Oh, we can't say water. Oh, sorry, uh, Joyce. Sorry, Joyce is going to get suspended for that. I am that hemorrhoid. Can't say that either. It has to do with Rectum. that. Hey, if you're in a dead-end job, speaking of Joyce, well, I tell you, they need to unload that bitch. If you're in a dead-end job, if you're underpaid, if your New Year's resolution is a high-paying career, then act now. Pick up the phone and call Fast Train right now at 866-FAST-TRAIN. They'll get you trained and ready for a new high-paying career in just a few short months. That's right, get a new high-paying career in just a few short months. The demand for medical coding specialists and computer professionals is at an all-time high. Fast Train offers convenient day, evening, and weekend classes, job placement assistance, financial aid for people who qualify, too. Pick up the phone and call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. They placed over 100 people just like you in 2005. Check Fast Train out on the web at FastTrain.com. But whatever you do, act now, do it now to get you a new high-paying career because classes are filling up fast. This year, don't miss that train of opportunity. Make your New Year's resolution a reality. Get out of your dead-end job. Get you a big, fat paycheck and a real life that goes along with it. I have no life. Call them toll-free, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN, and be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call. 1-866-FAST-TRAIN.
3: This is Neil Rogers. This is 560-KAM.
6: got a dental floss?
2: No.
3: When I shop and get into the cashier line, I'm stuck behind an old bag almost every time. Wearing white slacks to be for the state to hide. And in line. Parting in line. Barting in line. Barting in line. Look around. See everybody's head hanging down. To avoid the mushroom cloud. Thanks to Mrs. 85. eighty-five. in in line. Barting in line. Barting in line. Output Out a check as she's farting away. But they won't accept checks from the Bank of Bombay. So she scours her change first for eddies, her and coupons and dimes. While farting in line. Farting in line. Farting in line. Farting in line. All the time, I want to say that he with Next thing you know we'll be picking our nose on
0: here I can't stand it 28 till noon at QAM. Over the weekend, Time Magazine and Washington uh, the Washingtonian both reported on five photos of President Bush and Jack Abramoff, but neither publication revealed its source. Yesterday, Think Progress laid out the case for why the source of the photos was likely Abramoff himself. Last night, our hunch was confirmed, says RawStory.com. You following me or what? I am. Appearing on MSNBC, Newsweek correspondent Michael Isakoff reported that it was indeed Abramoff who floated the photographs to the Washingtonian. Isikoff said. As wow, general, how
4: do you spell that?
0: MS, uh, MFSOP. <laughs> now, what was that song? What song? By MFSO... MFSA, it was a bunch of initials followed by... The name of the group was like MFSOP. Do remember that? No.
6: We'll get with it. What year, more or less?
0: 1802. Idzikoff said, as a general rule, if you're the president, you don't like pictures out there of you with convicted felons. It sounds like there's at least one picture of him with at least one convicted felon and another indicted, so it's probably not a picture the White House is eager to have out there. MFSB? That's it, MFSB. Now, what do you think the MF stands for? Mighty Fine Music? Right. Mighty Fine Sound, bro. the, uh, The Soul Train thing. That is correct. Told you. The other interesting, even keep that going. All right. The other interesting aspect of this is while the White House hasn't put these out, Jack Abramoff has clearly shown them to people. I don't know anything about time sources, but I do know Izikov said that he showed them to Washingtonian magazine, which suggests he may be playing a little bit of a game here. He has, of course, pled guilty already to the Justice Department, but it does raise a question in my mind, at least as to whether Abramoff is maybe sort of sending some sort of signal out here. Hey, I've got this stuff. Maybe he wants something from somebody at the White House, or he just wants someone at the White House not to do something, and just sort of subtly playing with people here. The games that people play. How do you like that? The Soul Train theme by MFSB. I told you, mighty uh, fine sound, bro. I'm That's what John I stands Cornelius. for. Mighty fine sound, bro. Okay, kill it. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty pound five sixty. Now that farting in line thing ties right in with what we were talking about, wasn't it? Before about people standing like at the supermarket or in elevators, right? Like Greg dropping, uh, passing some gas in the hallway. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty. I will tell you what, thing, we need to have like a whole team of exterminators in that building to get rid of all the uh, stench that he's left behind in there. Well, he's probably still hanging around. And, uh, there, I would he? say a witch doctor and a sanctuary priest. Might there you her. go. Nail a couple of chickens on his old orphist door. WQAM. Hello.
5: Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, Pally. Translate Neil. Uh, I'm sorry, Shaquille O'Neal. That guy can put me to sleep as soon as he opens his mouth. Shaq? Shaq. Shaq.
4: Yeah.
0: Okay. I don't know. Is he that boring, Shaq? I guess. Not really. So anyway, do you want to know what that stands for? MFSB. Mighty fine. No. no. Mother, Mother. Mo. Father. Son. Brother. Sister. Brother. Mother. Father. Sister. Brother. MFSB. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I don't believe it. All right. Anytime they start tossing that MF stuff at me, man, they're not fooling me. Maybe Marvin Rawman thinks I don't get it, but I get it. You know what I'm Often, saying? Often, from what I hear. Yeah. In fact, why did why did we hire MoFo in the first place? <laughs> Fo the money. Yeah, that Marvin. He's such an idiot. You know, he's your friend, though. I mean, probably well, uh, sit around smoking somebody. big fat yeah, ones together. Right. He's, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. Smoke and like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of us have friends who are idiots. What's wrong with that? Yeah, you got Rimmer. Let's compare. I said friends. <laughs> 346 votes. Who best fits this? He's only my friend when I'm a buying dinner, okay? I told you that story, and it's a true story. He tells me yesterday, Oh, when are you going to be back in Florida? And I gave him, like, some dates. But guess what? I lied, okay? Just like uh, uh, Lee J. Cobb said in The Exorcist, I lied. Whenever you're going to be there, Rimmer, I won't. And he says, Oh, well, let's go to Ruth Chris. I said, No, thanks.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> exactly. Ever see those two together? Same person. Oh, man. Pick up Only the hairpiece has been replaced to protect the guilty. Someone who needs a personality transplant. John Kerry, 65, and Al Gore, 63. Boy, no wonder the Democrats are off tourist, baby. They got real issues. Man. Martha Stewart, 40. Joe Zagaki, 37. Good guy. Now, there's another example. Good guy. Just, I mean, so boring you could want to sit on a curb and cry like Fredo in The Godfather. Again... Uh, Tiger Woods 34, and Nicole Smith 32. Bob Greasy 18. He should be much higher, but I guess most of you folks never like, uh, you know, really paid that much attention to him. And it's easy to understand why, because he doesn't say anything. Oh, I, I, just like I told the Humper, I'd rather listen to Bob Greasy doing a game than uh, Phil Sims any day. I think Josh would agree. No? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's marginal. I'm not saying Greasy's good, but at least at least he doesn't uh, not a motor mouth. He doesn't put on some phony. Fine, and fine, and the time and the line, and right about the forty-yard line. It's oh God! Bill Sims' uh, accent isn't what gets me; it's what he's saying. Yeah. Plus, he never he never stops talking. He's always wrong, and plus, he never shuts up. Kind of like Denise Potvin. That was good when Denise was trying to like uh, get straight, but from maybe he's trying to get straighter fired. Because, well, you know, we can accentuate the positive, but uh, that was a uh, Nathan Horton's got to put that shot on the net, and right after straighter said, uh, "Well, you know." Shut up already! You're going to get me fired, Denise. You idiot, you frog. Yeah, that's the truth. The Panther organization has been all over Dave Strader like stink on Rimmer, man. You got to accentuate the positive, positive, even if we lose a hundred in a row, you got to like. Uh, it, it must be really tough to work for people like that. I mean, look at what we got. Well, at least we got a new General Mangler now. Anyway, good guy. He's probably going to get me fired now. he's, uh, but at any anyway, rate, ask me if I care. Do you care? I'll just go to XM for all those rednecks. I'll do a country music talk show, man. There you go. I can go with the flow. Mel Gibson, 15, Kevin Costner, 10, Pete Sampras, 10, with a clammy hands, uh, Jeff Gordon, 7, Bino Cook's got 6, well, all the Hank's buddies around here, they're all boring, uh, Ellen DeGeneres, 6, Bernie Williams, 3, Senator Bill Nelson, 2, and Ben Stein has got 1. you want Ben Stein's money? No. I'll take yeah. anybody's money if they're giving it out. But I wouldn't take his. I wouldn't touch his money with, with a uh, fishnet. I would. I would with my yeah, clear Yeah, we wouldn't take anybody's money. I can understand that. And, of course, Josh, he keeps waiting there. He gets, you know, see, they're playing the same game with him they've always done. You, we, how many times have we seen this happen? About 30, man. People are supposed to get a raise, and, like, they stall and they stall. and they, Because every month that goes by, that's another month they don't have to pay him an extra 80 cent or whatever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It amounts to, like, uh, nothing. Like a tinkle in the snow. Which, by the way, do we have any snow here? No. No. Sun is shining. I I, I know I'm going to push my luck and probably February or March. We're going to have, like, hellish winter. But there there hasn't been any winter. It's just very bizarre, folks. Very strange. Let's see. Gloria Stain, Neil. The fart sounds are back in my life. Where can I send this guy a, a Christmas card? I feel whole again. And it says F.U. Bush. Well, maybe it's signed F.U. Bush. Maybe those are his initials. Look at that. You know what the temperature is already? About 30, man. Oh, it's not going to be too warm today. They said the high was going to be like 26. It's already 30. So they lied. Friday, sunny and 43, and Saturday, uh, partly sunny and 40 here. And it's the ass end of January. Have you ever heard of such a thing in your life? No, not lately. Now, probably the weather's going to turn real bad when Hank goes to Detroit. You don't want to be in Detroit in the wintertime. Oh, man. I don't want to be in Detroit in the summertime. I I I would say this. Having uh, lived a good part of my life, about half of my life up north, and that is that in Michigan is the worst... Now, yeah, I've never been like in Minnesota or like in... I, I can only imagine like uh, up in Canada. I mean, way up there, like a Iqaluit and uh, Moose Jaw and whatever. But... Uh, and Buffalo is horrendous and Rochester too, but Michigan... The winters are so bitter, and there's a wind that blows through you, man, it's like every cell in your body is getting, like, ripped to shreds. You know what I mean? Like you feel that yeah. cold, oh, no matter how much clothing, how many layers you're wearing, man, it just goes right through your yeah. ass. Been there, done that. Oh, God. Michigan, East Lansing was really bad, and Detroit, forget about it. Wow. See, because I think Detroit is on the ass end of Buffalo. In other words, all the big nasty stuff it starts there, like in uh, central and eastern Michigan. It goes, it's, it gains all the energy in Detroit. It, rum, it rumbles across the uh, uh, Ambassador Bridge, and then it g- goes across the Queen Elizabeth Way. And then when it gets to like the eastern Ontario, it dips out of to Toronto, okay, just as being nice to me, and it goes right through that golden horseshoe uh, ass. Hamilton, Niagara, and then Buffalo. Oh, man. And Depew, and Batavia, and Leroy, and Rochester, and Elmira, and Schenectady, and Syracuse. Oh, God. And Albany. Holy moly. And, and Watertown. Have you ever been in Watertown? No, sorry. My God. Used to be watching the weather there in Rochester. while they got a 40-foot drift of snow in Watertown. Well, You know what a, how high 40 feet is? About yay high. high. That's higher than fat boy's ass. 40 feet. Of snow. So, like I said, stay out of those places. Stay out of Detroit, baby. You're
2: smart. Don't go to Detroit. Hey, what's up with your guy from a And here's to you, Mr. Starfunkel. Troopers found some
3: pot in your limo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. God bless you, please, Mr. Garfunkel. There's a hefty fine that you will pay. Yo, one hundred bucks! Hey, hey, hey! Hey, hey, hey! Now you have a criminal record in our police files. Can we have you can on to help yourself? Look around you, all you see are dilated eyes If you're getting stoned, do it in your own home And here's to you, Mr. Garfunkel Smoking ganja even though you're home Whoa, whoa, whoa God bless you please, Mr. Garfunkel My time and you not locked away
0: Hey, 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 hey. hey, hey. 14, you at 560 WQM. It's 1146, boys and girls. You know, I just looked at the, uh, you know, that thing we signed a couple of years ago, the Beasley uh, programming, this and that. We all had to sign that mm-hmm. for Joyce's benefit and see right. if i wipe her ass with it. Uh, and, of course, the Beasley uh, programming, whatever that thing is, guideline, it doesn't refer in any way, shape, or form to fart sounds. You got it? I got it. So that that was always something that just our underlings there just uh, because they're weak sisters. Oh, okay, Joyce, whatever you say. Well, now we got a new regime in there, okay? And anybody's going to be like a weak sister, I think, is going to get like uh, shoved out the door. I could be wrong about that. Maybe I'm misreading the signals, but I don't think so. Because right at the end of the call yesterday with Joe, he like uh, put the phone. I don't want to see where he put it, but I could hear he like farted right into the phone, which I thought was like a message for me. You know, uh, maybe I misread it. It was a smoke signal. <laughs> oh no. Man. Oh, yeah. Here's a good one for the poll. Thank you, Steve-O. Jimmy Syphilis. That's a good one. Another one of Hank's buddies. It's his... (laughs) Oh, no. The Humper's not... uh, He's got a personality, okay? Some people don't like it, but then again, uh, same with me. No, seriously, that's true. Jimmy Syphilis. Hey, Jimmy. You fairy. Come on. Get serious, man. And see, when somebody, you know what it's like? It's like with Zagaki, and again, he's a good guy, but he's got no personality. So, like, when he tries to get excited, like, on those games.
3: Oh, my! Oh, my!
0: It's, it's just so over the top. Oh, my! Oh,
3: my! It's
0: just, uh, it just sounds ridiculous.
3: Oh, oh, my! oh, my! Oh, my!
0: You know what I mean? It's just uh, embarrassing. It. But at any rate. Jimmy Syphilis. Okay, now, let me uh, start building tomorrow's poll. Because <laughs> I got inspired. Can I tell you what inspired me? I'll give you a hint. Okay. Kevin Federline, up to no good, question mark? They're ripping him an ass. Now here's a picture of him, and I will be honest with you, <clears throat> with a, with a bath and a shave and get rid of them oh, tattoos,
6: a, a, a real good scrubbing like that. Right. fire he, he, hose, he would and look and almost a, a, a human, you know, so not a brush for a hot
0: babe like her, right. but he would look almost human. Still, I thought yeah. he was he's, he's pretty still gross scum. Right. Well, there's no question about that. The rap debut of Kevin Federline, known as K-Fed to Sun. Now, that's the first time I heard of that. I heard of k yeah, If it's funny. K-Tel, it smells. Known as K-Fed to some but to most as Mr. Britney Spears, features only a snippet of his lyrical prowess. Given a response to it, even less might have been better. Popo Zao, Brazilian-inspired groove, which features Federline rapping about large posteriors in between a few yelps and gruff-voiced chorus, made its debut on the Internet earlier this month. Though the track is three minutes long and feeder lines wrap less for less than a minute, it has already become a popular music track circulating on the web. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm humming it all day long.
3: Mm, mm,
0: mm, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Popo I'm Zao, here. Papa Uma Mao. Rhymes with Papa Uma Mao. But popular and likable are two distinct notions when it comes to Popo Zao. Entertainment Weekly said it was worse than expected, while the music trade magazine Billboard called it a monument to mediocrity. It's incredible, incredibly horrible, asked DJ star of the Rockish Star and Buck Wild Show, which broadcasts from New York's Power 105.1 syndicated nationally, like everybody except me. The good news is there's a lot of exposure for him. The bad news is 75% are rating it as an F, says Jack Isquith, executive director at AOL Music, which devoted a whole page, mockingly titled The Emancipation of K-Fed, to the song, and allowed visitors to rate Popo Zao. He said a half a million visitors have been on the site and about 85,000 have played the song. So far, there's a lot of interest, but not a lot of people yet are feeling this is a great song or his career is going to go. Well, it's going to go somewhere, all right, in a turlet. Still, Feeder Line he will end up having the last laugh once his album is yet untitled, is released this spring. I'm not um, too worried about any of that, Feeder Line. Well, you're going to rush on by it, aren't you? Uh, I got my pre-order in already. You're going to sniff around the edges of the CD because Brittany might have touched it. No, uh, you know. I'm not too worried about any of that feed line. Instead of the negative reviews in the interview last week with the AP, eventually the music will speak for itself. You're only going to look at me like this for so long. Oh, I'm looking at you, and I'm thinking, oh, uh, wow. The public hasn't had much of a positive view ever since Spears thrust the baggy pants wearing chain smoking feeder line into the spotlight as her backup dancer and boyfriend in 2004. How sad. The couple's trashy exploits since hooking up, including televising their quickie romance on the reality show Chaotic and wearing tracksuits at their wedding celebration, his red Pimp Daddy on the back, have helped make K Fed a tabloid target and light night show joke magnet. He's a, a joke maggot. He's running a close second for Pimp of the Decade, says Star. He's right behind Bobby Brown. I think he's right behind Mikey Brown. You know downtown Mikey Brown, doing a heck of a job? Uh
4: Uh-huh.
0: Lately, gossip markets have suggested that Spears, who recently gave birth to son Sean, is tiring of Feetaline's alleged party ways, though Feetaline denies the rumors of strife. I love my kids. I'm a proud father, a happy husband. All of that says Feetaline, who also has two children with ex-girlfriend, Char Jackson, that were never married, of course, by the way. I love my life with my wife as a normal person, and that's that. I love my life with my wife and no uh, more strife at Duncan Fife. And Fetaline says he hasn't been spending most of his time partying, but working on the upcoming album. I've been in the closet well, with it for a while, says Fetaline. You fairy. I don't know. I guess I'd have to say I'm the rookie of the year. Oh, boy. Besides a guest appearance from rapper P.D. Pablo, Fetaline says there'll be no guest stars on his upcoming album. Oh, if P.D. Pablo's on, I've got to rush out and get that. Rapper P.D. Pablo.
2: Oh, my
5: God.
0: And, of course, at this juncture, you're supposed to say...
5: Hi, Pablo Pablo. Oh, sorry, well,
0: you didn't. I talked you the other day. When you were out sick. Well, okay. good. That's a job. Okay, so that that inspired me for tomorrow's poll, which we can <clears throat> start building anytime you want. Now, what do you think it's going to be? Let Let me mention one more name to you, okay? Just one. Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy. I'm supposed to guess the question now. Right. And Kevin Federline. Okay. People uh, who think they can sing. Oh. But oh, can't. Oh. Now, good. Th- this... Huh? Real good. How about... Well, I mean, this could have this could have like 4,000 names on it. Yeah. yeah. How about Celine Dion? All right. All right. I mean, even Peter Jennings says you've got to be in hell to appreciate her music. And even there, it's annoying. Makes your ears bleed. So many and so little time. Especially, I mean, there are a lot of these people that were like TV stars on sitcoms or whatever kind of show, and all of a sudden, they became singers of a sort you know what I mean yep I'll, I'll give you another one and even though nobody will remember her but I because of that thing with the songs of the hits of the 70s Vicki Lawrence okay, okay. now Vicki Lawrence is is an interesting lady because her whole life was based upon the fact that she was on a Carol Burnett show and she looked a little like Carol Burnett and she acted like her and she was like she was like Carol Burnett clone like they were joined at the hip and and she's as bland she could almost be on today's poll, but nobody knows who she is What is that? The tonight the lights went out in Georgia what else well, that's a medley of her smash, right?
3: Mm-hmm. The night the lights went out yeah. in Georgia, Vicky Laura, and she's sitting there. In fact, in the in the uh,
0: infomercial Time Life for the uh, hits of the '70s, when they show her singing that song, she's like barely. It's like Perry Como on that um, <laughs> in bed, you know, with the right. with that what's in his nose. Perry Como? Yeah, Perry Como. Very good. Kind of like uh, what's his name, Alistair Round of Passions. If I have to see that fancy schmancy one more time. Okay, that's enough. That's enough, you, Lawrence. Thank you. So there you go. That's a little something to work on that, too, for tomorrow. 5670560, I mean for tonight, I mean for whenever we put it on there. See, if we get enough with, like, 75,000 different polls on there, we'll be so far ahead of ourselves. These people won't, you know, they won't be able to figure out who's on first. Kind of like our prior management. By the way, Greg just signed a 75-year contract to hang around a building. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
5: Uh, a new one,
6: a new name for
0: your poll. Don poll Johnson, the
6: one for tomorrow.
0: Ooh. Oh, Don Johnson. That, that's exactly what I had in mind. People that were like uh, actors or on TV, and then all of a sudden they decided they could sing, like Eddie it. Okay, thanks, Pally. Thanks. Man. Okay. Is that that's Don on the phone? Oh, it's Stan Major. I say like yes. That. I say no. Get a haircut. I say. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, those were the days, man. Those were the days when uh, Stan was obsessed with Don's Johnson. I still say A Boy and His Dog was his best movie. No question. I told you I with watched the, that again the other day. With the great Jason Robards.
6: Had to had to show it to Teen Daughter, and she liked it a lot and went and showed oh, yeah. it to her friends.
0: Now, how did she like the ending? She I bet she that. chuckled at that. She's
6: still laughing. She's <laughs> rolling on the floor for an hour. <laughs> uh,
0: good choice, Don. Take it from That's me, right. sweetheart. You bet it was. By the way, a lot of rumors about him, too, now that you mention that. But anyway. Science hey, Don. You fairy. WQAM. Hello. Can I be on the radio? Uh, No. No. Five six seven oh, five, 60, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Somebody who thinks they can sing but can't. Jamie Foxx. Who is it? Jamie Foxx. He, he did Ray. And, and apparently, because of that, he thinks he's a singer, so he did that. Oh, great West actor. Why did he have to spurl it? You know? And you heard that. We have the parody.
3: Here's the original. Well, and I'm indeed And, that, and that's Jamie. Yes, it's a trifling friend indeed. Now, what's
0: the parody? What does that called? on? Oh, Oh, is that what that is? And you're knocking that? No, no, the bit is great. Yeah. All
3: right. She takes the finger. See? Well, oh,
0: that's coming up right after the That's not Jamie. That's why it sounds good. Yeah, that's right. That's somebody who can actually sing a little right. bit. Great actor. Why has he got to mess it up? You know, uh, like Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy was funny until he got, you know, caught with that transvestite. And you know what's funny is when
6: he's impersonating other people singing, like as part of his comedy routine. Yeah, yeah. hysterical, spot on, on, right? Yeah, but uh, but uh, he can't uh, sing
2: a
0: lick. This
2: is Neil Rogers. <laughs> they call me Mr. Moose, and I've been in to uh, dwell one an hour.
3: She takes the finger and digs it deep <laughs> into a nostril. For something green. Oh, she's a nose picker. She's digging down. Don't flick it at me. Uh, her thing is mine. Now I understand she's a nose picker. It's digging deep. But in the end of her thing. Now I understand she's a nose picker. Give me the she's doing it. I can't believe it. girl, go ahead, J.K. It. It's on a sleeve. J.K. Oh, girl, you know. Girl. I'm gonna hear it. girl,
0: you know. Dig it. I'm gonna hear it. girl, go ahead. Her thing is mine. Now I'm she's a no- J.K. girl, go Trouble at 560 WQAM. I feel like we're like on a different station all of a sudden, don't you? Oh, I feel very different. I feel like we're on a different planet. Even Josh feels like liberated. And if he'd get that raise, he'd feel even better about it. Yes, I would. Well... How's Clarence doing? You seen him today yet?
6: Uh, no.
0: <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. So Josh Cordes is running the show today, and things seem to be going pretty well. I mean just this show. I mean the whole station. That's right. If Everybody always...
6: start playing partner
0: with us. Well, there you go. If we had those on a sports shows, in fact, we certainly couldn't have done worse than do, 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 that 1-1 right? that somebody threw in there. So one, there you go. one what? One, one. Army stretched to Breaking Point Report says. You ready for this? I guess I'll have to be. Stretched by frequent troop rotations to Iraq and Afghanistan, the Army has become a thin green line that could snap unless relief comes soon, according to a study for the Pentagon. Andrew Krepinovich, a retired Army officer who wrote the report under a Pentagon contract, concluded the Army cannot sustain the pace of troop deployments to Iraq long enough to break the back of the insurgency. He also suggested that the Pentagon's decision announced in December to begin reducing the force in Iraq this year was driven in part by a realization the Army was overextended. As evidence, he points to the Army's 2005 recruiting slump, missing its recruiting goal for the first time since 1999, and its decision to offer much bigger enlistment bonuses and other incentives. You really begin to wonder just how much stress and strain there is on the Army, how much longer it can continue, he said in an interview. Oh, that being the case, let's go into Iran. Yeah. And right. then let's go into North Korea. Ah, and let's, is. let's invade Canada. Ah, That's are don't have Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan. Uh, Martin's out. Yeah. Well, we won't do that. It makes too much sense. How about Uzbekistan? Let's do it. Five, six, seven. Okay, let's get some singers on here. Let's. I, I, this is one list that I can't afford to deal around with. Okay, we've got to get a whole bunch of names on here. If this is going to go on later, like tonight, whenever I'm in the mood to uh, change it on you. Guess what happened to me yesterday?
1: What happened to you yesterday?
0: Eight o'clock last night, ten after eight. I'm looking at my watch. I don't know why I'm looking at my watch because i got a clock. But I'm looking at my watch to see what time. Because I don't want to miss uh, Supernatural with Sam and uh, 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 Dean. Dean. To Sam, I won't forget. Dean. Yeah. At any rate. And I look at my watch and it said ten to four. And I thought maybe I had it on upside down. Do you ever do that? Oh yeah. yeah. All the time. And it was not upside down, it was right side up. And the yeah. second hand was like sitting there, you know what I mean? Like not moving. And so right now I would say for the first time in years, I'm doing the show I have no watch on. Of course I got all these different clocks in here, but I got no watch. Huh. I feel like naked. So, after the show today, i got to go out and buy me a watch. Now, this right. was a Seiko, what do they call these, uh, the, the ones that like... Um, the self-winding? The self-winding, but like uh, ever-ending, uh, yeah. you know, until the battery dies. What do they call those? Uh, I don't know. Kinetic. Okay. You get really frenetic if it's kinetic. Cut. Ever live in kinetic cut? All the time. And at any rate,
6: so i got to nice. go out and find
0: me. And I'm not going to go out, like spend zillions of dollars. I think it was like about a $200 watch. That, that's enough to spend on a watch. A real well, this, uh,
6: this one that uh, Tim brought by for me and Josh is handy because it updates itself automatically with the satellite. But it's not, yeah. it's not very pretty. You know, it's a plastic Casio-looking thing.
0: In other words, you wouldn't wear it on your wrist. Uh, I would to work. But, you know, not out on a fancy date or nothing like that. Oh. WQAM, hello.
5: Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How about
3: Regis Philbin? He's singing.
5: Yeah, he I mean, he had a Christmas uh, CD out or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Got to get him on
0: there. Oh my God! Okay, thanks, pal. Thanks All for right, the bad yeah, news. Okay, Regis Philbin's got an album.
5: Book. It's big, Neil. It's bigger than
0: both of us. Yeah, I'll bet. Wow. Five six seven oh five sixty. How's what's his name doing? A Brady Quinn at Notre Dame. Who? QIM, hello. Well, Regis is a big Notre Dame fan. Hello.
5: Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I-, I got a couple for you. David Hasselhoff
0: and J-Lo. Excellent. Two outstanding. In fact, you ever seen them together? Same person.
5: <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> right. later. later.
0: David later. Hasselhoff. He gives me spilkies, man. Boy, I know we talk about that all the time. And-, and he's so popular in Germany, I wonder why. It couldn't be that name, could it? In fact, that's the be. number one show in Germany still is Baywatch. You will watch it whether you like it or not. Does it's on names? here. It's on here every night. On one of our uh, goofball channels. What channel is this? 318. On the Drive-In Movie channel. It's on every evening about, I don't know, whenever it's on. Oh, look at that. Clown and the Kid. What's that? David Hasselhoff? Well, you think i got David Hasselhoff in here? Oh, J-Lo. Bracto. There's always room for J-Lo. Bracto. Yeah, always room for big, fat J-Lo. she butter it. Uh-oh, I think this uh, light is going out on here. Remember what I said about those bulbs? they right. got to take care of that. You think they could do that? Because I can't get these babies out of here. I just don't have. I'll tell our program director to tell our engineer to send some up to you. Bulbs, That's what I was talking about. Because I can probably yank these out of here with like a little pliers.
5: Just your fingers,
0: my fingers are, huh? Just grab on it and give it a pull. Now, well, I'm afraid to pull. I don't want to. It's plastic. I don't want to like break these. You know. Yeah, you might. They're tender, so. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. In the Verizon. I'm, I'm serious because I want to like replace all of these, and I, I don't want to have to have uh, the guy appears a great guy, the engineer, but I don't want to have him sleep over here to change a, a few little bulbs. I mean, if I could put in the two new Denon CD decks like I did, yeah, if I could, and install my uh, with the help of my friend who's a computer expert, the uh, the two uh, mm-hmm. facts uh, for an all in one things I got.
1: Well, we'll fly fix it up there to change your. I think Josh us. had
0: a good idea on Friday. That is, uh, with the BlackBerry maybe going out of business, I got to get me one of them phone. Um, the all-in-one things, you know? With yeah. The camera. Well, I know the, the kind to get. And I can send you pictures of this beautiful studio and right. say, boy, are we jealous. That's a really a neat place. You want the
6: Palm 650. I'll
0: write it if right down. it's now. available
6: with your service. With what service? Well, it depends. It might not be available with your particular service or, uh, you know.
0: I don't go to services even on the high holidays. I'll check that out. I wrote down. The palm said, well, I'm not going to do that until a BlackBerry goes, uh, you know.
6: No, absolutely. No rush. But just don't get a side. sign, sign whatever up. you do. Don't get this thing.
0: get what thing? Oh, that one you got? Everybody's got oh, it. Oh, no. they,
6: you know, they're great, except
0: if you want to use it as a phone. Well, I sure don't want or to Or a that. camera. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
5: What about David Soul from Starsky and Hutch? Oh, Woo! God.
0: Don't give up on us, baby. Baby. Oh, could he sing or what? No, Thanks, baby. Pally. All right. Okay, you know
5: something?
6: Ah, you beat oh, me to it. That's good. That I had to
0: go through all those discs. I think it's on no, no. there. It, was, uh, it said hits of the 70s, but yeah. there was a letter in front of me, hits. I got your soul right here. <laughs> oh, God. Don't give up on baby. No, I just gave up. Wow. But, see, that's, that's the kind of person I'm talking about. Eddie Murphy, exactly, Don Johnson, right. David, Soul. All these people that were like big, you know, they were big stars in uh, TV or movies or whatever. And then all of a sudden, oh, I'm a singer. Poof, I'm a singer. <laughs> yeah, right. By the way. Yes. But you started out with him. Eddie Murphy? Right. Can he sing or no. can he belt one out? I know you wouldn't belt one out, announce sound or bought what? this record. Who went out and bought it? You? We mean, runners, I went out and bought it. Did you buy this record? Get out of here. I would buy Eddie Murphy record. Yeah. You must be doing bad drugs, man. That's why you're sick all the time. I heard you like to party all the time. Yeah. Well, Look in the mirror, sweetheart. Door, door, door,
2: door, door. You fair,
0: God. Party animal. You know, if I sung like Eddie, I'd wait a long time before I started to. Yeah. But uh, he's building up the courage. So he's, that... he's getting rid of that transvestite, that West guy, whatever it is in the car.
3: <laughs>
0: WQAM, hello. QAM?
5: Hey, how about uh, William Shatner?
0: There's a great singer for you. He was just on Biography Channel the other night, and he still couldn't sing. Thanks a lot, Pally. All right. So at least he's got a great sense of humor, though. Although, see, I don't know if that's for... Because he's not singing serious, you know, it's comedy. But I'll, we'll put it on there. Sure. Because he doesn't think he can sing. In fact, he knows he can't sing, but that's that's the whole idea of the albums. But it, it's amusing. Put it on there, just, just for old time's sake. Just for his wife, who's still in the pool. Here you go. <laughs> Here's your paper. What all just happened there? Now, now, where did this come from all of a sudden? Just out of nowhere. Everything was going along just extraordinarily well. And you played Bill Shatner, and all of a sudden the whole phone system crapped out. Because it's not doing anything now. Oh, there it is.
6: QAM. Hello. Hello. Hola. Hey, we lost power, man. Can you hear us?
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I hear you. But, I mean, so in other words, I'm sitting here punching the buttons wondering what the hell's going on. And there we go again with that crappy Florida plunder and loot again. We lost power down there. It's always on that end. It's always on the U.S. end, eh?
4: And when I say we lost power, both rooms
0: shut down hard. Well, my lines are flashing, though. But you're going to have to reboot the phone system because they're flashing like crazy, and I can't put nobody on here. Let me try it. QAM, hello. See, it shows that it picked the line up, but you're not... Hello?
2: There it is. You got control. Hey. We don't. Know. Yes, sir.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. How about that David Saul with and Hitch? David who? Saul? So, Wasn't his name David Saul? Oh, don't give up on
0: me. Yeah, we just got through doing that. We just got through playing that like 10 seconds ago. Don't give up. Well, he just wanted to hear it again. Oh, so, what, what's it, the story? You got tourists there? Is that what you're telling me? Everything a... is rebooting. Oh, my God. We speak well, at least my I got uh, my, my thing that's so. working on this end. My phone is just on Oh, we're fine. And you like know what the said, uh,
1: windows we have in here, boy, we just, we had like a, a couple seconds of pitch blackness and
0: uh, that's it. Sun is shining here, baby. I mean, it's a little on the cool side. It's like 32. You know, it's a good thing these computers are on backup power. Oh, wait, they're not. Oh, I see. So in other words, everything is out like the DCS and all this stuff. What about the audio vault, eh? I better find out about that before I start doing a break. Yeah, it's definitely out. Yeah. The audio vault is out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, what the hell do we do now? I guess I'll do my spot, and then I'll just do it real slow. I'll do about a 10-minute spot for Troy balance. Read it twice? Oh, God. I tell you, that place, that place. I kind of like hinted around yesterday to our uh, General Mangler, among the other things I touched on about engineering. Of course, he knows those guys from the uh, KISS experience. He's had a kiss or two with those guys. And I told them that basically uh, they just don't give a crap. But then again, they can control the weather, and the fact that everything every time a pigeon flies over and has wild diarrhea, that we have, uh, you know, everything goes out. That's Florida plunder and loot for you. You know what I'm saying? Do I know what you're not, saying? Not, not that yeah. I'm trying to like act like some engineer. Who the hell are you? Exactly. What do I know about it? Isn't that great that I'm like? Uh, the reason I'm going through these on here is because you know, obviously that's the only place I could find those. They're absolutely not fart sounds. Ah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Well, yeah, like... you played that all. And I, I guess I'll have to put that in the DCS, because you play a lot of that stuff, which I have no idea where it is. It's uh, there in and the it's machine. All, it's all in the 360. Right. It's in the machine mod. The only it's a good machine. Play. Yes, it now, is. Is your machine out? Is your uh, 360 That, that thing comes back really quickly. Yeah. It's a great machine mod. Like, for example, like that.
6: <laughs> or like... Do it again. Wow. i got to reset. There you go.
2: Tynakin. All right. Rump 13
6: at 560.
0: All right, George has right. got his uh, goods back there. That's good. Now, which one was Some that? Some of the was goods. That? that was the, uh, the, the 360. The
1: what ATS about the audio is Going ball, through the though, whole mile
0: checking thing. What about the audio box? Yeah, you're good to go. Yeah. All right.
3: Put on my and I'm for the street. Just checked out the best of Hustler, and I'm starting to feel the heat. Suddenly, I see people
2: checking out my button-fly
3: seam. Yeah, I got a first-class riser. It done pitched the tent in my jeans. Now I'm sporting a woody. I'm finding it impossible to conceal. I'm sporting a Woody. I feel like an actor. Headed for his room. There's a pretty little ghost. She's waiting for his post. Down in the jungle room. Where Sporting Wood is in Memphis. It's nearly impossible to conceal. Spartan Wood is in Memphis. Alright. I feel like a natural. Without a will? Sporting Wood is in Memphis impossible
0: to conceal. in Talking about our favorite, the Buffalo Woody Graber. 20 past noon at 560 WQAN. Oh, guess who else I added to our list?
6: Who else did you add to the list? William Hung. Oh, well. <laughs>
0: Willie Nelson. Oh, God. Willie, shut I'm up. around again. How about Bob Dylan? Amen there. Okay. I mean, those are people that actually there are some folks who consider they can really sing, and they can't. Oh. Speaking of singers, you is village... writing a list out, right? Yes, I am. Okay. Oh, don't worry about that. I'm taking care of Ben I'm, um,
4: I'm
0: worried about people... getting stuff up. Yeah, that's what I just heard on that bit. Villers people singer are among most wanted. He fails to surrender to San Mateo court. Speaking of people who can sing, or maybe not, the Villers people A man who helped make famous the songs MCA, and In the Navy is still scheduled to be featured on the television show America's Most Wanted. After failing to surrender in a San Mateo County courtroom uh, yesterday, according to San Mateo County Chief Deputy District Attorney Stephen Wagstaff. He's wagging it. Victor Willis, 54, the original policeman from the musical group The Village People, was scheduled to turn himself in after a $200,000 warrant for his arrest was issued October 20th. His new defense attorney, Dean Johnson, Indicated he would appear in court, but he failed to do so. Even though Willis wasn't in court, a crew from the criminal-busting TV show America's Most Wanted... I bet you John Turchin was lurching there. A crew from America's Most Wanted, which has taped a segment on Willis and expected to air sometime during the second week of February, came to court yesterday. Willis was pulled over around 11 p.m. on July 11th last year in Daly City for an unspecified traffic violation in the area of uh, Bayshore Boulevard and Geneva Avenue. Well, I'm sure that, uh, you know, if you like on the West Coast, you know what that is. After being stopped, Willis was found to be in possession of 3.23 grams of cocaine and loaded 45 caliber semi-automatic handguns, according to the VA. When questioned by police, Willis reportedly gave a false name. His brothers had a fake license, the DA said. Kind of like their music, fake, but fun. Their music was fun, but fake. Right. October 19, Willis reportedly left a phone message with his former attorney, Kenneth Quigley, informing him he would not be president his October 20, sentencing because of some needed dental work. Maybe, he got his t- maybe, uh, maybe he's doing some smash-mouth football. <laughs> San Mateo County Superior Court Judge Mark Forkham. Excuse me? F-O-R-C-U-M. How would you say that? Well, Forkham? If you don't like him. Forkham issued a $200,000 bench warrant for Willis, who was out of custody on his own recognizance at the time. Willis previously accepted a plea bargain with a maximum 16-month term in state prison, enrolled in a drug and alcohol treatment program. Willis, whose probation report is quite negative, according to Forkham, is also charged with violating his probation from a 2003 incident in which he was found in possession of four grams of cocaine. Uh, cocaine. According to America's Most Modern website, he was convicted in 90 of drug possession acquitted of rape in 93. He's had some issues, okay? Maybe he spent too much time in the Navy, like that, you think? I'm sure. Now, don't we have that? What's that that we got, YMCA? I, I, I would tell you, but the DCS is still um, I had to reset Oh, you still got issues there, huh? Oh, <laughs> yeah, several.
4: I'll
0: be damned. But the audio wall's working. We're getting oh. our spots on. And we're also going to take a call on Line 9, which is probably not a good idea. W-Q-A-M, whispering line, hello, not there. Oh, thank God. That was an act of God. Thank you so much. God. Thank you. See, I just, I diddled around with that village people story long enough to chase his ass away. W-Q-A-M, hello. Uh-oh. W-Q-A-M, hello.
5: Hey, about people that think they can sing and they can't. How about yes. uh, When the Eagle Flies with John Ashcroft? That's All the right. worst thing I ever heard.
0: It's a beautiful thing. Thank you. John Ashcroft. I don't know why I'm saying got it because I'm the one's writing the list out. I don't because right. you're you're still on the other poll. What is the other poll? We already passed that one by, you know. Who best fits this? Who best fits this? Well, that's what tomorrow's is. Who best fits? If the who fits, fight it. Someone who uh, needs a, per, a personality transplant. Al Gore eighty nine has passed John Kerry. Oh man, four hundred and sixty votes. John Kerry seventy nine. Martha Stewart fifty six, as in Q fifty six. She's on serious Martha Stewart. Everybody sign up. I pay to hear her uh, croak. Joe Zagaki, 47. Anna Cole Smith, 41. Tigers Woods, 39. Mel Gibson, 21. Bob's Greasy, 21. Is he ever? Kevin Costner, 14. Pete Sampras, 11. Ben Stein, 9. Jeff Gordon, 9. Ellen Degenerate, 8. Bino Cook, 7. Senator Bill Nelson of Florida, 4. Bernie Williams, 3. And Jimmy Syphilis, she's only got 2.
2: You Ferry. Oh,
0: no. Uh oh. You blowing up over there, too? No, no problem. I just right. I just had shoved that little uh, tray back, you know, the tray at the bottom of the uh, fax thing. Yeah. And so the faxes you just sent me just fell on the floor. But I got him. Uh, Tony Danza, very, very good. Ooh. Somebody faxes a a, uh, a cover of the album. I'm glad because I wouldn't have believed it otherwise. Tony Danza. Oh, he ain't no Mario Lanza, I'll tell you that. The house I live in. Whoa. Good God. Thank you, Tim. And also, Hulk Hogan is a singer? That's what it it says says here. Why would they lie? lie? That audience wouldn't do it.
6: Joey Lawrence.
0: Oh, my God. He ain't no Steve Lawrence. I'll tell you that. I just just wrote Joey Steve Lawrence. Joey Lawrence. Uh, Steven Seagal is a singer. Okay. Okay. John Revolta. And I know that for a fact. Hey, Johnny. You fairy. John Travolta. These are all people who were, like, very successful actors, actresses. Uh, was Shaq, I think we... Uh, Shaq? Shaq is a singer. That's right. I forgot about that. How could you? Shaq is a singer.
3: All right. Shaq.
0: Jennifer Love Hewitt. I remember Bill Hewitt. Yeah. And that Martin Hewitt. horrible. What was the movie that Martin Hewitt was in with the Brooke Shields? Oh, God, was that a hot movie. In fact, it was a movie about endless, a fire, didn't he? he said a fire.
3: Endless love.
0: It was flaming. Flaming! Boy, I see you remember that, because Brooke Shields was like naked on the floor. No. And you know who's that? Don Murray played Daddy and who right. played Mommy, and she was standing up there on the balcony looking down, and they were doing their thing on right. the floor. Brooke was not naked in that movie either. Well, she wasn't naked, but she wasn't naked in the other one either. No, she was not. But you wish. I do. Philip Michael Thomas. Right. Is a singer? No, but he did it anyway. Somebody uh, pretended. Philip Michael Thomas. That is very sad. How about that Gooselar guy? (laughs) I don't know what his name is, but, boy, that that show really got on my nerves. What was the name of Saved by the Bell? Boy, did that show annoy the hell out of me. I never saw that. second. And then that rapist kid was on there. He wasn't, you know. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. That Julio kid, that Beener that was on there. You'd know him if you saw him. He's on some show now. Mario Lopez? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's exactly the one, Mario Lopez. Well, he got acquitted, I think, like Kobe, you know. But Mario didn't score 82 points, didn't even sell 82 copies of the record. 27 past noon, there's Senator Jack Reed of Rhode Island who says... But the risk is real. Is real. See, there they go again, pandering.
3: R I Oh! D-A-N spells Kerrigan. Yes! start of all the crap I've heard about her. Wish we rubbed her head and we were without her. Why? T-E-R-R-I-G-A-N-U-C. Oh! Is a name that no fame had ever been connected with prior to. Why me? Yes! Yeah. All right. Yeah! Don't be so quick to walk away. Oh, wait, hold on, man. Man, that's not going to work. Let me just clear my throat. <coughs> All right. All right. All right. Oh, shoot, man. This isn't going to work. Hey, hey, what's up, Justin? Are we going to do this? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this, man. I just have to use some throat spray. That's all. <coughs> all right. All right. I'm all set. Go ahead and hit the music, brother. The music. <coughs> Look out, girl. Don't do so quick, Stop. Stop. Damn. You can't use that. Damn.
2: You You okay?
3: No, it's nothing, man. It's like, I don't know, man, my voice ain't there today.
2: Just, I think what Justin needs is a little motivation to rock his body. You all agree? I agree. All right. I have the latest issue, of hustler here. So, Justin, take a look at that.
3: Woo! You ready to rock your body, baby? Yeah, let's, let's do, it. do it. Cue the music, man. Cue music.
6: Don't be so to Hold on. Stop. Cut music. Thank you.
0: Justin. You fairy. Anyway, there's another good one for our list. All right. All right. Justin Tinkerbell. Please. And somebody says Bill says Patrick Swayze. Yeah. What a good list this is. Someone who thinks they can sing but can't. Eddie Murphy, Kevin Federline, Celine Dion, Vicki Lawrence, Don Johnson, Jamie Foxx, Regis Philbin, J-Lo, Rectum, David Hasselhoff, David Soule. Don't give up on us. (laughs) Name William Shatner. William Hung. Willie Nelson, Bob Dylan, John Ashcroft. Why don't let that eagle get sore? Oh, sorry, I stepped on somebody. Yeah, you gotta guess who. I can't hear it. What was it?
3: I'll
0: give you a hint. He's an excellent dancer. Did a movie about dancing.
3: Dirty Dancing. Patrick Swayze.
0: Well, I think we already got him on there. So yeah, that's things. why I, new I decided to do it. I me off. That was the idea. Tony Danza, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was I, singing? I had no idea. Wow. They he might have made that key. stuff up. Joey Lawrence, John Rivolta.
2: Whoa.
0: <laughs> Philip Michael Thomas, Justin Tinkerbell, and Patrick Swayze. I think we just heard from him 20 moments ago. Five six seven oh five sixty. Well, I guess you got your crap back working again, huh? Yeah, eventually. Damn it! Life was so much simpler when you didn't. WQAM, hello. See, they hung up because they got pissed off at that uh, Patrick Swayze thing. Well, he he just annoys the hell out of me all the way oh, around. Oh, big time! Very aggravating. Can't act, can't sing. Maybe he can dance, like you just said. He's an excellent dancer. Good, just like an excellent driver. WQAM, hello. Like Rico Balai. He's a very good driver. Yes, sir. Dion Sanders. Dion Sanders be singing. Wait. You know something? That is an excellent choice. As a matter of fact... No, now wait a minute. We can't play that one. Uh, what, what's that called? Just uh, the money... What is that called? Well, there's, there's, I'm there's a couple. About. I want to find the right one. Oh, gee. I don't want to play that Dion song because he says uh, the N word in there. I don't want to play that. We're not going to... Uh, you know what right. i um, What is that thing
6: called? Come
0: on, Dion. You must ain't got must it? be the money. Must be the money. Very good. How the hell did you find that? He's singing in stereo. He must be for the strength of voice.
1: We're
0: At least we don't got to see him no more on those pregame shows with that pimp outfit he was wearing there for a long time. You know what I'm talking about, Josh? I do, yeah. Oh, boy. That was... That, he made you Jones for Shannon Sharp. That's how annoying he was. And talk about a bad stereotype. Bye-bye, Dion. Suspected burglar sitting on a couch shot in townhouse in Lauderhill. Just like that. <coughs> a suspected burglar was shot and wounded by a female at a townhouse this morning, Channel 6 says. The shot man reported to be age 67. Yeah, I guess he shot. Maybe his shellac am shot was taken to Broward General Medical Center in Fort Lauderdale for his treatment of a non-life-threatening gunshot wound to his left side. He was reported in stable condition. Just like Enrico Belay, he's in stable condition. The incident started around 6.30 this morning. That was really something. Charles Belay from Channel 7 News called us this morning. Does anybody know who that is? No. The incident started around 6.30 this morning, the 5900 block of Northwest 23rd Street, when what was described as an elderly man entered the home and sat down on a couch. He just entered the home and sat down on the couch. Maybe he needs somebody to re- uh, somewhere to rest his old bones. Maybe. One of three children living at the house saw the strange man and yelled to his mother, Mommy, there's a man on the couch! The the mother grabbed a 9mm handgun and apparently ordered the stranger to leave several times. It wasn't immediately known what the man's reaction was, but the woman fired at least one shot, hitting the man. The man staggered outside and collapsed. Nothing was immediately known about the burglary suspect, but neighbors said a holding area for mental patients is located nearby, and that residents in the area have had problems in the past with break-ins and walk-ins from people who have left the facility. They have just left the building. Maybe it was Elvis. How old would he be right now? What, what year did he die? 78? Uh, uh, 2468? They're about 77, maybe. 77. Sunset Strip. With kooky uh, Ed Burns. Nice. Now, let's see. That's 28 years ago, so Elvis would be... I wouldn't be surprised. That might have been Elvis. Get Stan Major on the case. That was Elvis, man. 67. Let's look up. Let's do a Google on Elvis on his bio and see what year he was born cause let's see 61 35 well in 1935 let
5: me uh are you, verify you sure that no 77 sure? like i said
0: he was 77 yeah. what year was he born what language okay. am i speaking follow the bouncing balls kate in kaanyo did 35
4: 35
0: like i said that I was 65 so that would make him 71 so maybe this guy, maybe they got the age wrong. I think it's Elvis. He wanted to rest his weary bones. And this is a lady who went in there and shot that poor old man. That's bad. Although, for some of that music, maybe she didn't like Elvis. What is this? From Greg Cote's blog today at the... Oh, well, what is that all about? The South Florida Radio Wars on a blog? How come they don't have the... Uh, yeah. uh also, it says, could you please give more Toronto weather reports? It's reading compelling radio. You should promote this. Put up billboards. Toronto traffic and weather every 10 minutes only on 560 QM. It is compelling. It's sunny and uh, about 30 is what it is. About 30, man. It is compelling. It's sure as hell uh, less boring than the weather there. Anyway, so this must be from our friends across the street, no doubt, wouldn't you think? I would imagine. It says, from Greg Cote's blog today at uh, blogs.herald.com, welcome to part one. And you notice something? My name is not on here. There's an explanation at the time. I see. Today through Friday, we'll be accepting votes for your favorite and least favorite on-air sports personality, sorry, Neil Rogers, from rival sports radio stations QM and 790, the ticket. Next week, part two, the finals, the showdown, QAM versus 790, head-to-head, with the top... Well, how can it be head-to-head when they're leaving off midday, the highest rated show on this station? Who are you fooling, Greg Kotex, you idiot, you... Oh, man... The top two favorites and least two favorites from each station is chosen by you squaring off of the two titles. After you vote, feel free to click on comments to praise or lobby for a host you enjoy the most or rail against the host you find most annoying. This is on their blog. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. It's got, who's your favorite QM radio personality? And it's got uh, Big O, Hank, Eddie K, Jim Mandich. Who's your least favorite QM personality? Oh, and look at this. Talk about a loaded deck. They got four people from QAM. There's no Curtis Stevenson. There's no Geldy. Uh, they got four people on there, and they got two, four, six, eight, nine people. Oh, man! Who are you kidding? Well, What a joke! They got uh, Branzig. Who the hell is Branzig? I think they're that Dutch uh, heavy metal band. Seriously, you know who that is, Josh? Branzig, Ten to Midnight. It's
1: their are promotion director. I'm. Uh, I'm being told.
0: The promotion director is doing a show at night. So it would seem. Defoe, Dan LaBastard, O.J. McDuffie, Kevin Rogers, Joe, uh, Joe Rose, uh, Sid, Sid Rosenberg, Cranstein, The Booster, and Gatz. So they got four people from our station and nine from theirs. This is the biggest pile of crap, man. So this is from across the street. Like we're supposed to be upset about this? Yamama. That's my comment. And of course, leaving the off air is a way of uh, you know goosing their number up there. Just like the time that uh, the Sun Sentinel did the same thing. Well, guess what, Greg Cody? I, I I'm afraid that Mario Lemieux just retired. So your days of hockey writing are all over. What an idiot he is! Look at that. He got me so excited I knocked the I knocked the DCS out of the audition thing. Not again. <laughs> uh, same old, same old, baby.
3: This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. <laughs> It's Dave in Miami Town at 560-WQAM.
6: What's Gary Hart doing tonight? Inquiring minds want to know. That's why inquiring minds read the Miami Herald. Is Maurice feray really having sex with an alien from outer space? It's in the Herald. Is Paula Hawkins the true mother of the elephant man? It's in the Herald. Is John Kennedy sleeping with Max Henry? It's in the Herald. Is Jim Baker about to give birth to Jerry Falwell's baby? It's in the Herald. Sex, 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 more
3: hot sex. Oh,
6: it's in the Herald. Plus, Gary Hart's amazing rice diet from Florida. A crossword puzzle that has no answers. Our own Pulitzer Prize is just for us. Ed Pope's nothing mother- letters to Neil Rogers. And we're so sorry, Uncle Albert, but we haven't heard a bloody thing all day. Mindless, babbling rhetoric.
3: It's all in the latest issue of the The Miami Herald. Herald.
6: Available at supermarket checkout counters everywhere. And where finer manure is spread. That's what
0: you're going to get in the Herald. Believe me, your bird will uh, fly away and never come back home if you put that rag in the bottom of the birdcage. By the way, it's sunny and beautiful for whoever from across the street sent that fax. No extra charge for the info. Uh, So here's what we got. And of course, It says, who is your favorite WQM radio personality? Now, the question says sports, sorry, Neil Rogers. But the poll itself says, who is your favorite WQM radio personality? I take great umbrage and exception to that, because they know that I kick all of their ass on both stations by a zillion votes. So let me tell you, Greg Kotex, you know what I'm doing with this uh, fax right now? I'm wiping in a very delicate spot. Oh, look at that. What can Brown do for you? God. (laughs) Anyway, so you want to hear what's going on? What's going on? Okay, who is your favorite WQM radio personality? This will take a time because it's a blog and it's set up in a way that you got to like uh, go back and forth. Or and they don't have Kimbo Camper, they don't have a guilty, they don't have uh, Curtis. So we got four people listed there, and they got nine. They even got the uh, promotions guy who does two hours late at night. But they right. are, so obviously they're trying to stack the deck. So how about if our people stack the deck? Orlando Alzaquiri, who is absolutely rock solid, five to seven, and forty-six votes. Hank Goldberg, sixty-eight votes. Eddie K, thirty-two votes. Jim Mandis, one hundred and fifty-eight votes. Right. How do you like that, huh, Dan La Bastard? And hey, by the way, little bastard, just remember that other poll they had that phony thing in the Sun Sentinel. He was voting for himself a thousand times. Mm-hmm. So let's see. We got Kathy Lee Gifford for that poll. Uh, before I get back to that, Ashley Simpson. Wow, she sure can lip sync. She can't even do that well. No. Ashley Simpson. Okay. Could you please play when the Queen calls Prince Charles? What is that called? You'll figure it out. Oh, man. Anyway, so there's the, so 304 people voted on that, okay? We, we can goose that total way up there, which is obviously, the, who is your least favorite WQM personality? Well, let's vote for, uh, oh, I don't know, the big O. Now, don't take it personal, Orlando, although it's true. Uh, well, they don't have some other names that could be on here. Uh, and you notice they waited until Mo left. See that? Greg mm-hmm. Kotex waits until Mo left before he puts on this poll. Uh 281 on that. So what do we say? 304 on the first one. And 281, 58. So that's 585 QAM votes. The big 0, 59. The Humper, 130. The Humper's got a big uh, number. 80K52 uh, and Mad Dog, only 40. Okay, got those? Okay. okay. Now, let's go over to uh, your favorite on the ticket, 790. They got a list of 45,000. Your favorite personality, I'm going to vote for uh, Joe Rose, because he would be the only one on it that would like give the time of day. Okay, what do they got? Who's winning it? Let me expand this thing. Uh, guess who's winning it? Who's winning it? Dan Labaster. You want to know why? Because he's voting for himself. 344, and about probably 50 of those are Dan Le- the, the, You talk about an ego, man. This guy's unbelievable. Branzig, 23 votes. Defoe, 22. Dan Labaster, 95. Although, Mad Dog's got a Zidane more than that. Uh, O.J. McDuffie, 27. Kevin Rogers has got Solamente Dos. Joe Rose, 71. Sid, Sid Rosenberg, Crantz 10. Booster 60, uh, 66. And Stugatz, 28. Only 28. Pretty weak. Okay, now we want to see who's got the least. I would say uh, Stugatz. He belongs on the air like my golden retriever, rest in peace. Okay, how many votes we got on that? On the uh, least, 298. Oh, see that? So they must have obviously had a head start on this. Now they want to give us a... That's fine. 642, 585. Our least favorite, Bransig, 25. Justin Ford, 27. Dan Labastard, 86. Far and away, hated and despised. We won the World Series. The Cubans won it, not the, the Marlins. The Cubans won the World Series. How do you like that?
3: Incredible.
0: You're a jackass, Danny boy. O.J. McDuffie, 30. He's got how many? About 30, man. Come on, don't be picking on Portland, the juice. Kevin Rogers, 12. Joe Rose, 25. Sidney Rosencrans, Steenberg, 43. Don't pull a, uh, Gregby down. I'll get all upset, Sydney, and start uh, getting wacky again. Book Shabby, 13, the Booster, and Stu 37. Stu 37 what? 37 uh, apples. 37 votes for the least uh, favorite. In fact, he comes in the second, or uh, third, only behind Dan Labaster, who's way on it. So that's what we got so far. You can go to the Herald website. This is where you'll find it. Miami Herald, where the hell is it?
4: Well, I'll tell you, that damn
0: thing. There it is. It's right out there in the driveway. Run over it before somebody opens it up and reads it. <coughs> uh, and you go to where? Well, down there toward the bottom of the page, the main page there in the hill where it says blogs. Greg texts random evidence. And you click that baby on there, and then you can, like, uh, vote South Florida radio wars. Yeah, radio war my ass. Now that the dolphin season is over... Let's see just exactly what kind of a big number they would throw in there in January, huh? Now that that thing is over. And now that we've eliminated a couple of uh, do, 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 really lame hours on this station. Oh, I mean, really weak. U.S. Supreme Court blocks Florida execution. Aren't you thrilled? Oh, yeah. Florida death row inmate Clarence Hill won last minute Supreme Court stayed Tuesday night, about an hour after he was scheduled to be executed for killing a police officer. It wasn't clear if the court's intervention would only briefly delay the execution, which had been scheduled for 6 o'clock last night. Witnesses had gathered, maybe they already fried his ass, or I mean, gave him the, a needle. But this is, uh, when, what the hell, oh, this is from last night. Probably dead already. Well, we don't know. You want to recheck it or not? No. 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 Not important. An investigation is underway after a Dade officer shot a man in the groin. Now, remember yesterday we talked about the look on Lee Harvey Oswald's face when Jack Ruby shot him?
6: I didn't see that coming.
0: Well, I would imagine if you got shot in the groin, that's exactly the look you'd have on your face. Right. The one from Lee. According to a police news release, officers working with the Dade Police Department robbery interdiction team in the area of Northwest 12th Street and 2nd Avenue, when they witnessed what they believed to be a firearm given by a male on the street to the driver of a Nissan Altima. And by the way, since I'm out of town in Toronto, we're talking about the Toronto weather and being out of touch. Isn't it interesting that in the month of November when Wilma was going on, even though we had greatly reduced numbers on this radio station, we still had a respectable number here in midday on this show, and the other ones were like uh, measurable numbers, as opposed to across the street where they had basically oh. might have been off, might as well have been off the air just mentioned that See, produced a shiny object they believe was a gun. The passenger kept making several attempts underneath the seat, kept refusing the officer's request, said Joey Giordano, a Dade police officer. The officer saw him pull something out of the end. The officer fired one shot, striking him in the groin. The passenger described as a Hispanic man in his 50s was taken to Ryder Trauma Center in stable condition. A Hispanic man in his 50s. By the way, we just had another outage. Yeah. And? So don't tell me the audio fault's out. Okay,
6: we won't tell you. Of course it
0: is. Oh, geez. Well, that gives me more time to vote a couple hundred times in this great uh, blog here on the Herald. How's it coming? (laughs) Oh, and speaking of getting shot in the groin, here's one for you. Syracuse, New York. For some male bats, sexual prowess comes with a price, smaller brains. A research team led by Syracuse University biologist Scott Pitnick found that in bat species where the females are promiscuous, the males boasting the largest testicles also had the smallest brains. Conversely, where the females were faithful, the males had smaller testes and larger brains. It turns out size does matter, said Pitnick. I wonder if he's related to Lance Pitlick, who played very weakly for the Panthers for about five minutes, whose findings were published in December in Proceedings of the Royal Society, Biological Science, an online journal. The study offers evidence that males, at least in some species, make an evolutionary trade-off between intelligence and sexual prowess, said David Hoskins, biologist at the Center for Ecology and Conservation at the University of Exeter in England, and leading authority on bats mating behavior. Wouldn't that be something? I mean, like, what are you an expert on? What do you study? Bats mating behavior. Sure, why not? Does that to include, be... like, uh, uh, Batman and Robin? Uh, Bruce David. Wayne and uh, his ward? Bats invest an enormous amount in testes, and the investment has to come from somewhere. There were no free lunches, said Hoskins, who didn't participate in the study. No free lunches, he said. I yes, guess he, he never didn't participate. So what's the deal now? What are we doing?
6: We're waiting for things to reboot, reset, reload. Reboot? See, there you go with
0: that Canadian stuff again. Bad programming, man. Very bad programming. They're real unhappy with that across the street. Thank you so much for uh, putting us on to Craig Cody's phony uh, poll there. I mean, why, why doesn't he just put on no names from QA and just have a blank list and then put on the ones from across the street? As if, you know? Now, does Greg Kotex do a show over there or something? Is he on their staff? Do we
6: know? I'll uh, ask one of the
0: poll Yeah, ask around and find out because you, uh, you, we got Barry Jack. As, as a matter of fact, I would think so because the Herald has this incestuous relationship with that whole station, right? Isn't that their flagship station? Yep. Well, so there you go. So once again, let's put a phony... See, one thing about our polls, man, we put any crap on there you want, even though they're very scientific. But with this uh, Herald poll, this is supposed to be a major market newspaper, okay? supposed to be, like, responsible about 50 years ago, before all your people took it over. Don't forget, oh, it wasn't... uh, Yeah, with Dan LaBastard. Dan LaBastard and Greg Kotex. That was the same Greg Kotex who said, too bad the Panthers are done in the year when they went to the Stanley Cup Finals, when they were playing the Penguins, which they wound up cleaning up the ice with Pittsburgh. Oh, too bad they're, uh, they're out of gas, and they give it a, a good shot. And they're, yeah, right. But you know about hockey, Greg Kotex, I could shove in here And have room for the Chinese army left over, simple enough. Okay, so let's do the break, if the thing is ready or not. Yeah, or not. Or not? That's bad. Well, the good news is, here's a box from Amazon. Oh, you got another package? Yeah, did you send another one? Yes! All right, well, here it is. Open that baby up. In fact, what's the name of that movie? The second one I sent you, Imaginary Heroes, I believe. That's what it says on my piece of paper. Is uh, that what it's in it says? It says Imaginary down. Hero? Oh, I'm carving it open. You know how those Carve it, are. Carve that baby. No, Now, don't uh, carve into the box. No, I wouldn't do that. Again. So now you got two movies to watch. There it is Imaginary Heroes. Yeah, you'll like it. I'm catching up now, now, now you want You know the one scene, because you get real all bent out of shape, like the Mugwump, whatever that movie was. The the, uh, uh, the Mugwump Boy. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a scene there where they're a little, he's a little inebriated, and it's his. Uh, t- and the guy to call the other day about, well, isn't that really his stepbrother or his half brother? Well, what difference does that make? See, I mean, the, the, I mean, I, I understand the technical point, but the fact of the matter is, those two guys aren't going to make babies. I don't
6: think. Yeah, oh, it's, you know Rhodey, no matter how you slice it.
0: No, anyway, you don't really see anything. They're, a kiss, you can handle a kiss, you know. I can handle it. Yeah, like for like, I could handle a kiss from Sam on at the just, supernatural. I turn away. I could probably handle more than one. I'll avert my eyes. Who best fits this? Someone who needs a personality transplant besides Greg Kotex. Al Gore, 104. John Kerry, 89. Martha Stewart, 63. I wonder if she's related to Ron Stewart, who wound up killing Terry Sawchuck. Uh, Joe Sagaki, 53. Anna Nicole Smith, 51. Tiger Woods, 43. Bob Greasy, 26. Mel Gibson, 23. Toronto Weather, Sunny and Beautiful. Ben Stein, 18. Kevin Costner, 15. Pete Sampras, 14. Bino Cook, 11. And, of course, it's compelling because it really takes a whole long time. Jeff Gordon, 11. 11 uh, Ellen G- DeGenerate, 9. Jimmy Syphilis, 6. Senator Bill Nelson, 4. And Bernie Williams, 4. It's really compelling when you got a 1, 6 share in midday or whatever they got. Anyway, what do you uh, got? Nothing working? Josh. No, nothing's working. I'll let you know. you let me know what? <laughs> when when, it's, it's, when I does. see something? Well, we've got the whole rest of that break to do, man. One thing we don't want to do on this station is miss any spots. We're not like these other people that are big egos voting for themselves in polls and stupid-ass stuff like that. We're not, we're not about that. What we're about is like getting on the spot so we can charge somebody money. Now, are they? how about the other room? Are they like uh, machinating with the other room or something? Or are they like it's who uh, doing what, where? In other words, nobody's doing nothing is what you're telling me. Well, where's the program director in the middle of this? Where's our program director? Where's our little boy PD when you have a hurricane? Huh? Where is he?
6: Is he the way, uh, any, huh? There isn't a cloud in the sky, and the way that this is uh, happening, it doesn't feel like it's an FPL power outage. It feels like somebody's tripping circuit breakers somewhere.
0: Somebody's tripping circuit breakers? Yeah, or just tripping. Somebody's tripping out? I'm tripping. When in doubt. Well, I guess I could play the uh, legal ID now. Can I do something? You could, or play the illegal ID. How about how about uh, oh, a short legalization?
2: Neil Rogers Show on five sixty WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale. All right,
0: okay. So let me see if we're getting any uh, results there on that blog on the Herald. Let's see if we can impact that and goose up the IOD the IOD crowd, not the QAM crowd. MiamiHerald.com. I'm getting an earache just from uh, thinking about Greg Kotex. He just really gives me spilkies. It's so obvious, so pathetic, you know. See, if you're going to do a thing, why why don't you have the balls to do it, like, fairly, honestly, okay? Leaving <laughs> the me Huh, and leaving all the other people off of there? Okay, favorite QM person, now, this time I'll vote for Eddie K, okay? I'll try to, like, spread him around. I'll probably, vote for yeah. somebody different every time. Because he probably needs to vote anyway. He's on there when everybody's schluffing. Okay, 326 votes on there so far. Well, that, that's not much. We're not getting much action on that blog, you guys. What the hell's wrong from you? The Big O's got 48, Hank's got 75. Eddie K thirty three Mad Dog hundred and seventy, he's got more than everybody else put together or, or damn damn dang near. The Mad Dog who ought to be on two to six at any price. Give him a blank check, guys. Your least favorite. Let's vote for uh oh I don't know Mad Dog just because he's doing too well anyway right. Just to spread it around right. Least favorite. Come on let's go let's go let's open this baby up boy their website really blows. Uh how many we got two ninety nine. So that's really weak, five, uh, three, six hundred, <laughs> Orlando, 65, Henry Goldberg, 133, Eddie K, 57, and Mad Dog, only 44, the least. Now, speaking of the least, let's go to their guys, which they're obviously loading up on this, which was their idea. Oh, let's give them all that publicity. Remember how well it worked for them the last time? Yeah, I put them on the after top. after that, the next several months in a row, they got those points. Oh, point. oh, yeah. See, you mm-hmm. can vote online all you want. You can load up everybody, and you can sit there tapping away. In the meantime, uh, that doesn't give you any diaries. It doesn't put any. It doesn't give that dollar a holler, or any kind of a goose, you know. So maybe a buck and a quarter a holler. What do you think? No. And no interest. Okay, seven ninety the ticket. Your favorite. Let's vote for a uh, uh, Jeff DeForest, who ain't coming here, by the way. Jeff DeForest. What we got? uh, Brandzig, uh twenty-three. They're they're trying to dump him over to us, VFO, and we're not interested. Branzig, 23. Default only, 23. No, small potatoes. Danny Labaster, 98. He probably voted half of those himself. Let's see. They got 366 on the uh, plus side. Uh, O.J. McDuffie, the juice, 27. That's comical. Uh, Kevin Rogers, only four. Joe Rose, 84. We should be way ahead of everybody. Sidney Rosenstein, Berg, 10. Booth Shambi, 69. And Stugatz, 28. Well, they don't like um, making much movement on there now. How's that equipment coming, Josh? Your least favorite, let's vote for uh, Stu Gatz again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's give a shot for Stu Gatz, a shout-out. How many they got on least favorite? 321. So we got 635, and they got 687. Well, we're closing that gap. What's
6: that blog address again, now that I got my computer back?
0: Just com and then you go under that main page, and you go about oh. two-thirds of the way down on Greg Koteck's blog, and where it says whatever. Branzig, 25, Jeff DeForest, 29, least favorite, Dan Labaster, 97. They hate him like poison. They wish that somebody would poison his uh, enema. O.J. McDuffie, 31, Kevin Rogers, 12, Joe Rose, 25, Sidney Rosensteinberg go back to New York, 48. That's that's pretty high for a guy that's on for like about five minutes. Luke Chambi 13, and Stugatz, 41. 41, and Daddy's still got a lot of money. Just like Joel Feinberg, I guess that's what they got over there, a lot of money. Of course, now that we're playing, dropping in a few sounds that sound like it might be a fart, that, that, now they're going to be in trouble. Not that we're playing any fart sounds, you understand. Well, of course not. More terrible singers for that poll. Good. That's good. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is a singer? He uh, tried to or didn't. Uh-huh. Although he was good in that movie. What movie was it he was good in? I don't know which one. He's been all right in a couple. Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark. A giant yeah, he's he's a singer of sorts. Another yeah, that's bad how he singer. started out. He's a way better actor mm-hmm. than he is a singer. Marky Mark. You he's kind sing. of a reverse. Yoko Oh no, now we're talking. Now we are talking. Pat Boone. Oh come on. I mean I can't stand Pat Boone, but he has uh, sang some tune, Pat Boone. Paris Hilton, she's got an album out this month. We haven't heard it yet, but we know she sucks. Well. And Kelly Osbourne. Ooh. Oh you're picking on poor Kelly. Yes, please ha. <laughs> Kelly Osborne, who are you kidding, honey? Okay, well, that's from that Riley guy again. Which uh, Okay. So we're keeping close track of that Greg Kotex thing over there, that stack. Now, how many more votes do you think? How many thousand votes do you think 30, we man. have for QAM on there? In addition, if uh, we, he would have put my name on there. He doesn't have the balls to do it, do you? Do you, Greg Kotex, huh? You could still change it. Make it a fair pull. You say, who's your favorite radio personality on either station? And you won't do it because, you know, I clean their clock, Okay. I want to flow up with them, and you know it. The whole bunch of them going over there put together, including that Sidney Rosencranstein uh, Schwartz. What a joke. What a, what a market, man. What a market. Even Publix is a hell of a lot better market than that South Florida toilet. WQAM, Greg Kotex Line. Hello.
5: Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Uh, Hulk Hogan does not as saying his daughter Brooke does, so that's probably confusion. Really? Yes.
0: Brooke Hogan? Yes, yeah,
5: she's like 17 years old. She's well, very I'm going to cross odd, the
0: whole girl. thing off then. I'll, I'll cross it off. Okay, bye. Thanks, pal. Don't, don't, so. don't talk bad about Brooke Hogan now. I beg your pardon? don't talk bad about Brooke Hogan now. Why, is she hot? Oh, yeah. How old he, is she? About 12? That's six. Uh, uh, you, six, you, six you, you have had the hots for see? Hillary Duff, too, I understand. I'm sorry? Don't let Don't let Duff know that Josh has got the hots for Duff. Hillary Duff. I definitely don't. She's gross. Yes. How old is she? About five? Something like that. So, um, Hulk Hogan's daughter, that is, huh, Brooke Hogan? Brooke, yeah, yeah. very hot. Is that babbling Brooke? Well, then, let's not put her on her. We don't want to take shot if she's hot.
6: Not, I don't think I've ever heard of her. Although
0: Marky thing. Mark was kind of hot in his day. He was doing all the underwears commercials on Calvin Klein. Klein. Were they clean? Klein. WQAM, hello. Spot Free Radio, hello.
5: This is QAM? Yes, sir. That's, uh, how about the obnoxious Lisa Marie Presley?
0: Lisa Marie, she couldn't sing a rat of a paper sack, but she's sure uh, anxious to have Michael Jackson's baby. Thank you, Pally. Uh
5: huh.
0: Uh huh. What do you say? Uh huh. Oh, Lisa Mar- Marie Presley. Wow, all the great singers, all the time. No wonder nobody's buying no more CDs. God, these are artists you wouldn't even want to steal their music for free. If they paid you, you wouldn't listen to it. WQAM, hello. Yes,
2: sir. Hello. Yeah, hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
5: George. Yo, how you doing?
2: All right.
5: Hey, uh, just got in the, uh, ra- well, yeah, the radio too, in the vehicle. You guys are switching poles here, or me? Or you guys yeah, we, we
0: got all kinds of them going. Which
2: one do you like? Can okay, like I tell you one? what?
5: I got a couple of names, your favorite guys for uh, the ones that can sing. Yeah. My man, uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. And your boy, uh, Will Smith. Man, yeah, no,
0: that's uh, fabulous. In, my closing, He's getting my vote. Yep.
5: in closing, is there any way you can play again uh, that all-you-can-eat Negro?
0: <laughs> hey, if we don't get any spots We'll have time to play it twice. Okay, he just disappeared. I think you're right. I think there's some hanky-panky going on today.
3: <laughs>
0: what is that? That Will Smith? Oh, yes. Well, there's a
3: will. There's a way. Oh,
0: God. Wait. Wait, he hasn't gotten jiggy with it yet. Right. Good. That's. Uh, I don't want to hear that part. I don't want to hear that jiggy part. I get kind of sticky when I hear that jiggy. Oh, man, he just, I, he gives me the creep. And, and there's something, I don't know why. I, I don't know what it is. I just, I see him, like, on TV. He in a, loves the movie, movie. And he just annoys the crap on me. Because you can just tell he's got such an attitude, man. He thinks his stuff don't stink. And I heard it does. How many bullets does it take? Who did Mo to butcher music? Boy. Boy. Now, and, and you notice an interesting thing. I don't. I don't know what this has to do with it, but the lady with the mustache. And it's very sad because her mama died, and she couldn't find out about it until she's on the phone. You know, which is one hell. You yeah, know, mama died, and she just disappeared. And uh, but they keep showing that. And, and I, I mean, granted, they can't say, "Well, here's a lady with a mustache," but but, <laughs> but they, they don't. Might as well. I know. Don't you find it? I think that's why they keep showing that over They're, and over again. I don't well, think they have any sympathy for her, no, and her no. family. No, no. She's also fat. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But I mean, I just don't understand what uh You look at that and you say, don't you find something a little bizarre? Oh, right check, we'll,
2: right yeah.
0: yeah, okay, yeah. kill him in the first. Thumbnail QAM, Spotless Radio, hello. Is this Neil? Yes, sir.
5: Hey, how you doing? Um speak to Neil?
0: Speaking, let me say it again. You said, is this Neil? And I said, yep. And you uh, still me. Oh, yeah. okay, good call. You scared him. Tell me to QAM, hello. Hello. Yes.
2: Yeah, I want to talk to Neil about the poll. Speaking. This
5: is Dave. Hey, Dave. How you doing? All right. Uh, I want to tell him uh, Paul Sorvino from uh, from Goodfellas. It Paul Sorvino
0: Christmas. is a singer?
5: He yeah, is a he singer? His, he did his Christmas songs. Oh, my God. That's scary. Yeah.
0: I think he's going to get hit for doing that. Thanks a lot, Pally. Tell that Neil that Paul Sorvino ought to be on there. Oh, no, Paulie. I won't see him man. Good. Five, six, seven. Now, it's getting close to the break in the next hour, and I I mean, I just don't know what you people are thinking about over there, except maybe lunch. You know, what's, what's the it. story? Well, how do you feel about dessert? <laughs>
6: hey, Josh is trying now, to see, answer. We won't mind. there
0: There was a good movie I turned you on to. Did. did you give that to Josh? Did he watch Pin? Did I give that to you, Josh? No. no. Well, well, right. I'm not
6: watching another movie. You know, get, out get out of here, you're not difference.
0: watching another movie. Why? Because I won't watch City of God. That's you're going right. to play hard-ass what? That's, no, right. That's going to be your loss, because you're going to miss a lot of good movies. No, sorry, man. Too bad.
6: Oh. Too bad. Oh, battle of the Hard Asses. Yeah. Which one will break first?
0: Breckham. Now, you you would recommend Pin, wouldn't you? It's not a great movie, it's, it's, but it's, it's enjoyable. It's just fine. I give it a... It's I, interesting. I give it, give it a what? Uh, I pass it.
3: There you go. I'll Paso. Right.
0: Right. And I think Primal of Fear and um, whatever Imaginary Heroes, you like both of those, too. And you can pass them along to Josh or not. He can be a hard-ass and not watch either one of those. Although, I think you already watched uh, Primal of Fear, didn't you? I did, yes. Now, that was good? Uh, yeah, I liked it. It was very good. Sleepers, I recommend it highly. You said Sleepers you seen are that? great. It great. So, what's not to like? I don't understand. Just because I won't watch City of God? You said. I, why I, did I, 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 I don't care. Magnolia. I lied, okay? I got you to watch uh, Magnolia, and you didn't like it anyway. What do you mean? I said I did like it. Well, so there's another me? one I turned you on to that was great, Magnolia. Jesus Christ, we're giving you all this entertainment, most of it for free. I'm spending the money and giving you... The, or uh, where did you get Magnolia? Some listener brought that in, right? Right. He burned you one. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, this two. God. And I'm trying to give you a good movie to watch. And here you keep uh, begging me to go right. to bed for that raise of yours. And what do you do? What do you do? Just slap me in the face no. with that city of God, man. It's just I, yeah, I, I burned you a copy ball.
6: special. So he there's nothing worse than
0: an ungrateful goy. So let me ask you, are we going to do some spots or not? Because we're, we're going to get way, way... soon.
6: Huh? I tell you what, maybe we'll just go to like 140 and the rest of the show will be spots.
0: Like Alan Burke used to do. Well, yeah. he used to do it on purpose, not because there was a technical malfunction. He'd just keep going until he got tired of it. And then whenever he wanted to do the break, they'd, they'd play like 15 minutes of spots. Kind of like uh, some other show I can think of. Anyway, it's 12 minutes after one. I'm going to do my spots. And if you ain't got no spots, uh, too bad. Even the Dalmasons got spots. Even the Leopards got better spots. You know, we got nothing. Because we got... And you mean to tell me there's nobody uh, working on it? There's nobody... Oh, uh... no, they're working on it. Who, who's they?
6: The engineers.
0: Yes. And what about the program director? Has he got his finger in this? He's
6: flying around somewhere. Is he there? No.
0: He is not there. Say, I want you to say that again. He is not there? He is not there. Hmm. Here. Hey, if If you're in a dead-end job...
6: Down
3: to six point seven, don't
6: buy B B T Our mighty and fearless leader listens to our private phone calls. Let's listen in on one of his. I'm trying to tell you, son, you got this country headed for a train wreck. Look here, Pop. I don't give a damn. I'm the commander and the chief. <laughs> I'm a wartime war, war, war president, <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to do things my way. But there are provisions in the Revised Patriot Act that undermines the Constitution. Stop throwing the Constitution in my face. Shh. It's just a okay. damn piece of paper. I'm tired of hearing about it. Jesus appointed me, not yes, you. Look, I'm just trying
3: to give you some Good, excuse
6: me. Middles is ready. Middles? Did you say middles? Yes, Vittles. Son, may I remind you, you're from Connecticut.
0: Damn. I wonder if them, is a uh, tender fiddle he's eaten. Twenty-one, uh, two after one at QM. You know, another thing about this uh, bogus Herald Greg Kotex poll? Like I said, they got nine people listed for across the street and four mm-hmm. for us. So do the math, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man, you're going to make me do math. Yeah, do the math. Uh, did, did you take a look at it? Yeah, I looked at it. And how ridiculous okay. it is? voted on it. It's crock. Yeah, it's a crock of crap. In fact, at least the one thing we say about the Herald, they may not be good, but they're consistent. In fact, I don't even know why he put his name on it. Why didn't he just put Danny Bastard's name on it? That would have been a little more accurate. Hey, Danny boy, you still suck. And by the way, let me say it again, 6.8 to 1.6. Does that sound like competition? No. no. could have a scab on my fat ass and it would be like more of a difficult situation than them. Well, we don't want to put that Neil Rogers on there because uh, you yeah, know we don't. Want, we're trying to like uh, make this look good, competitive. Just wait till uh, the end of whatever that month is. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? I'm saying that when they, when they drop that December when the, the winter book comes out, they're going to be off tourists over there, especially now we got those big Panther numbers coming <laughs> in. Oh man, you just wait. You ain't seen nothing yet. Five, six, seven. We're going to be doing another break pretty soon. I would imagine. Apologize for that. But in the meantime, here's a Maureen Dowd. Delusion and illusion worthy of Dickens. Don't you love when I read Maureen Dowd's columns? Uh, Especially if it's about Dickens. It's not about cider. The Democrats will never win the White House as long as they're stuck in Bleak House. They're slipping and sliding in the same crust upon crust of mud and caboose-creeping fog and soft black drizzle and flakes of soot that blackened the chamber of law in the opening of the terrific Dickens novel, now an irresistible PBS series. (laughs) The lumbering pace of jarred nice versus jarred nice will uh, pale compared with, is that how you say that?
4: I have no idea.
0: Will pale compared with the time it will take the cowed and colicky Democrats to yank back power from Republicans skilled at abusing it. The party simply seems incapable of getting the muscular message and riveting messenger needed to dispel the mud, fog, drizzle, and soot emanating from Karl Rove's rag and bone shop on Pennsylvania Avenue. As the White House drives its truckload of lies around the country, it becomes ever clearer that Nancy Pelosi, Harry Reid, Hillary Clinton, John Kerry, and Al Gore are not, just not the right people to respond to the administration's national security scarathon. We got mired in Iraq in the first place, partly because Dick Cheney and Rummy thought that post Vietnam and post Clinton, America was seen as soft. One shock and awe session, one tyrant stomped on, they reckoned the Arab world would no longer see Americans as wimps. That reasoning turned out to be dangerous, flying in the face of warnings from our own intelligence experts. But Karl Rove is still dishing out the same line, and it's still working. Those who want to reevaluate the strategy in Iraq are soft. Those who want to rein in the Patriot Act are soft. Those who question the Alito doctrine of presidential absolutism are soft. Those who don't want to break the law and snoop on Americans are soft. Not just soft, but practically collaborating with the terrorists. Republicans have a post-9-11 worldview on national security, Mr. Rove said last week, and many Democrats have a pre-9-11 worldview. That does not make them unpatriotic, not at all, but it does make them wrong, deeply and profoundly and consistently wrong, he'd be saying. But you only need to check the paper David, to see this administration has been deeply and profoundly and consistently wrong on everything, from the promise to rebuild Iraq and the consequences of deploying a strained army this long in an insurgent war to the failure to respond to the aftermath of Katrina after dissembling about pre-storm alarms. The bumbling Bush team that ignored the warning Bin Laden determined to attack inside the U.S. also ignored one that went something like Katrina determined to attack New Orleans. And now the White House is trying to inhibit congressional questions on Katrina, just as it did for 9-11 inquiries. The administration's PR offensive on warrantless and questionably effective snooping is so aggressive that it's even risked exposing the president to an occasional unscripted but still not tough question. So he rambles on about steering clear of Brokeback Mountain and the therapeutic value of mountain biking. And he calls Barney the Scottish terrier, the son I never had. Barney's dad is all bark and no bite. The White House is as skittish about built Indians as it is about billing and cooing cowboys. It admits it has pictures of the president with Jack Abramoff, but it won't cough him up. While he was out defending his scofflaw behavior, W. Headwood rests the fact that the real nuclear threat, Iran, as opposed to the fake nuclear threat, Iraq, is embarrassing him. He told the Iranian people, We have no beef with you. State Department reporters puzzled over how that might be translated into Farsi. We have no cow with you. You couldn't turn on a TV this week without seeing Torture Guy Alberto Gonzalez giving all-purpose legal cover to dictators that grim peeper ravages the Constitution. At a Georgetown University speech, W's legal lickspittle ignored a few student protesters, but he might have learned something from their banner emblazoned with the words of Benjamin Franklin: "Those who would sacrifice liberty for security deserve neither, neither." In their usual twisted way, the Bushies are reducing their abuse of law to a test of testosterone, knowing the Democrats will play duty to their punch. The Dems need to drum up a decent message so they look as if they know what the Dickens they're doing before the November election. Otherwise, they'll look like bowed supplicants holding out gruel cups to Carl Roven pleading, please, sir, I want some more. Some more. Some more? Down, as usual, brilliant. Not a great reading. But, very good. Uh, I beg your pardon, it was not bad. No, that was great. I don't give a Dickens. 27 past
6: one.
3: I can't believe my joke has gone.
6: Oh, I know. Come here. Uh, girlfriend, your breath
3: is rank. I'm sorry. No, 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 it's okay. Luckily, I brought along the first ever breath freshener for people grieving the loss of a loved one. Really? Yeah, they're called bereavements. Bereavements? Yeah, this powerful breath and air freshener eliminates bad breath and the stench of death at the same time. Here, try one. Mmm, refreshing.
5: Bereavements, the breath freshener for people mourning the loss of a loved one.
3: Thanks, bereavements.
5: Located at your grocer's counter or funeral parlor next to the lip embalm.
0: 132 at 560 WQM, so we're almost uh, even Steven on the votes now with that other across the street, the ticket that uh, Clarence is obsessed with if he ever show up to work. And Mad Dog is kicking Danny LaBastard's ass. For example, who's your favorite? 188 for Mad Dog, your least favorite, uh, Danny LaBastard, 118. How do you like that? By a right. zillion miles. Mad Dog is a zillion miles out of everybody on Who's Your Favorite? And Daniel Bastard way down the road. They hate him like poison. Wish he would die a wicked death. They wish he'd elope with the, the booster. Oh, you wait till you hear the stories that uh, Josh just told me the other day about uh, those two. 5670560. Oh, we can't do it on the air. Pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Rhinos Line. Okay, let's get back to uh, whichever poll this is. we got two going at the same time because I'm building one for tomorrow, and that's probably a bad mistake, don't you think? No. No, whatever. Well, no, we needed to get all those 8 million names on there for people who couldn't that's sing right. it out of a paper sack. Uh, I'll tell you who can't sing at all. City. Rumsfeld. Who best fits this? sign? we're getting tired of that old song, by the way, Hermann Gehring. Someone who needs a personality transplant. We got 633 on air. Al Gore, 119. John Kerry, 108. Not looking too good for our Democrats, is it? No. In fact, that's what Maureen just wrote, didn't didn't she? Right. Martha Stewart, 68. Joe Zagaki 66. Same person. Anna Nicole Smith, 59. Tiger Woods, 45. God, is he terminal. Mel Gibson, 27. Bob Greasy, 27. He is ex- as expressionless as a paper bag. Ben Stein, 24. You want Ben Stein's money? Clear on. Rather that you had it, let's split it up between you guys and send me a couple of bucks. Pete Sampras, 19. The clammy one. Kevin Costner, 17. Beano Cook, 14. Boy, they hate the old Beano. In fact, you know, if you don't take the bino, you know what happens, don't you? No, I don't. Well, I don't know where I'm going to find it. See, I got to put those. Uh, well, I'll see. We'll see exactly where we stand with all this if we come back tomorrow or not. Well, I got that wink, wink, nudge, nudge, nod, nod, and I mean, maybe, maybe I was interpreting it wrong, but I don't think so. And of course, since we don't have a program director. You see, you people over there on the West Coast with all your efficiency experts—they sent a guy over last uh, year who worked in uh, for CBS once upon a time, and he's the one that came in to say, "Well, you got all these extra people there. You don't need Ray Perry, and you don't need Duff Lindsay. Yeah, right. So now we got nobody. We got nobody. And in the meantime, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, that. In the meantime, we got uh, poor Joe Bell, our new GM, who's trying to figure out who's on first and what kind of a mess he's been left with there. And so he's plenty busy, especially with that sales department. And as a result, uh, you know we got all this other stuff going on, mm-hmm. and there ain't nobody there to deal with it. Remember the old days when uh, if we go off the air for like five seconds like we did twice our way today, who would be in there like in a heartbeat? Between. I'm talking about at this radio station. Oh, at this radio station. Right, tough. Right. right. Why are you so reluctant to say that? I mean, sometimes being a nervous Nelly isn't all a bad thing. No, sometimes you want around uh, a nervous yeah, nelly. that like, oh, gee, it's a lawsuit, Greg. It's a, whatever. You know, whatever he's squealing about that day, so that you wouldn't feel alone. You are not alone, guys. There you go. So you knew somebody might be on top of it, so to speak. Was over there, uh, you know, yanking with the engineers. But now it's like uh, the first time we went. It was like happened by osmosis, and then only the second time did they finally come around and diddle with stuff, so we could play all those important spots. God, that's just its just amazing to me. Like, I guess they figure we're out like on autopilot. What was I saying on Friday, long before all of this stuff happened with the paycheck, with the technical going off here? What was I saying? I don't know. I forgot. We need a full-time program director, not somebody who comes in once in a while and pushes some papers around and writes up a schedule and wants to be a UM sports nerd. If you want to be, listen, WVUM is hiring, okay? VUM is hiring. You follow what I'm saying? What are you saying? And I'll guarantee you, by the way, that they probably pay me $5 million a year uh, to go across the street, even though they don't really lie about it, because that would put their ass on the map. They, they realize that midday they might as well sign off. They know that. Why, why do you think he's not putting me on that poll? Oh, Obviously. It's so obvious. It's it's, it's it's embarrassing. People are laughing at you, Greg Kotex. They're saying, "Oh well, we know you won't put Neil Rogers on here, even though it says favorite radio personality uh, under the guise that well, he doesn't do a sports show." Guess what? I'll do a sports show and still kick their ass. How do you like that, Mister Hotshot? Mister Panthers ain't going to beat the Penguins. Mister Schmucko. Good golly, Miss Molly. What a what a bunch of losers, man. It's market is just loaded with losers. But Charles Belay called us today. Who ah, the hell needs get Greg Kotex with you? Old Chuck Belay on your side. Whoop. And probably that, uh, what's her name? Uh, spilke's the Ray. Well, we don't want her on our side. You have her on your side. Sorry, she's on the dark side. A peace activist. Oh, really? But she don't have no mustache. Have you looked at her lately? No. That's why I'm in a pretty good mood today. In fact, maybe my check will show up today. The other one that's supposed to be there. Maybe then they'll both be there. Like, like everything that's supposed to be there today, you know? We'll find out in about a half an hour. If, in fact, if not, I might just come in and interrupt Curtis right in the middle of his show and start just screaming and carrying on and making horrible sounds. A piece And you folks out there, even though it's meaningless and, like, the whole thing is stacked against us, you get on there and vote for uh, whoever you like on QAM. Eight million times on a Herald poll. Reboot it, refresh it, vote for all day long. Just sit there and keep tapping on it, just to piss them off. Not that we really care, because that ain't the poll that counts. Now, and wouldn't it, wouldn't it make sense if you really wanted to do it right. Just, just make a list of who's on at what time. Right. Here's two columns. Sure. Here's, here's you know, here's the QAM list, and here's the mm-hmm. whatever their waxy list. Right. And then who's your least favorite? The same thing, two columns. And then all of us would be on whoever is on.
6: But no. And why are you disqualified because you're not doing a sports show? Maybe that's a statement. Because Greg
0: Kotex is a sports nerd, don't you understand? Greg Kotex comes from the same mold as your part-time program director. That's all he knows about his... Although you know he's listening right now. And by the way, you're still a loser, Greg. You're still the same idiot that you always were. You haven't written anything worth reading in ages. At least Greg Grimm, once in a while, he writes something good, or Mike Mayoke twice a year. Carl when he's not writing about alligators and and, uh, mugwumps. But Greg Kotex, when's the last time he wrote anything of note that anybody might remember, huh? In fact, as a matter of fact, even the Toronto weather forecast is more interesting and more compelling than Greg Kotex's column. How do you like that? No strings attached. Now, what's that bit about? Oh, that's right, the dolphin thing. Where they, uh, only, they only have a one string. What does what he say in that bit? They're only good for one period, and they have no right. second string. They have no second string. That's cute, but that's before they won six in a row, so we stopped playing that. I think we ought to start playing it again for next year. A peace activist was sentenced yesterday to six months in prison for splattering his own blood at a military recruiting station to protest the then-looming war in Iraq. Daniel Burns was the first of four activists to be sentenced this week for splattering their blood onto the windows, walls, pictures, and an American flag at the Army and Marine Corps recruiting station, March 17, 2003. They splattered their blood around. Mother. If it's good enough for the Catholic Church, it's good enough for him. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. And when you stop and think about that, that is so sick. macking on their boy. Mackinac Jesus. No, I don't have time to play that today, sorry. And Mr. which, has got that TV show. Are you sure we don't want to be promoting that? The so called St. Patrick's Four were convicted for damaging government property and entering a military recruiting station for unlawful purposes. U.S. District Judge Thomas McAvoy said he wasn't punishing Burns for protesting, but for how he protested and what he did, you bloody idiot. The court doesn't question your motivation, he said. I know you didn't go there with evil purpose in mind. You went in good conscience, but what you did clearly violated the law. Burns, 45, was fined 250 bucks for contempt, ordered to share payment of 958 in restitution for cleaning up the damage at the recruiting station near Ithaca, New York. How do you like that? At his hearing in Binghamton. Oh, man, all these great places. Elmira, Palmyra, Corning, Cornell. Fred- well, that's another
4: What? Fredonia.
0: Fredonia, Chictawaga, Tonawanda, Lackawanna, lack of talent. Oh, that's what they suffer from middays over on the other side. Lack of talent, lack of numbers, lack of listeners. Lack of brains. But that's Sidney Rosenberg. He sure uh, turned out to be very popular. He's got like $8 million. I hate him like poison. I wish he'd go back to New York and pee on the desk on the Don Ima show. 141
3: at 560 WQAM. Hey. You get a lot of <laughs> With Bill Rogers on
6: Sports Hall Radio. WQAM. it
3: be a little will Wings nice? Absolutely. Will he ignore all of Bush's white Huh? Will he comply with citizens' spying? Yes. And will he end all of his well? one's rights? Yes. And will he? Overturn abortion judgments. You fail. Will he laugh at those slip search keys?
4: Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh. And if we get high for a little drum, <laughs> will he make us rot in jail for life?
2: That's, that, 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 absolutely.
3: Liberals say he's (laughs) in Bush will stand by him forever. Oi, but will he take my rights away? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Or will a little take? Right
2: you fairy, now don't anybody suggest
0: Enrique for that poll because if you think he can't sing, you're just sucking up to George. He, he can't can sing. sing. You don't like? Him. I beg your pardon? He can't sing. See what I'm saying? That's exactly what I knew you'd say. Just you're self-hating. He's cute, a... Well, that's because he's not Cuban. He, he is no. cute George just said Enrique's cute. No, he's not. He cute Josh, did he just say that? Just because you think he's cute, no, you no, think he can Josh, sing. Didn't George just say that Enrique was cute? He likes his mole. <laughs> moldy, moldy, moldy. <laughs> it wasn't Greg always going up and down the hall looking for the mole. Maybe he was looking for Enrique. He sold his house to him. You see that? What have I told you all these years? The one constant is that you can put all these pieces. Nothing is like uh, isolated. All the pieces of the universe fit together into one big hole. That's with the W. W. And see, that's what we got now. W. See that? Mm-hmm. There's another example. Didn't Greg sell his house in uh, Dade County there to uh, Enrique? I don't remember. Did he?
6: Get out of here. Well, like I'm get out, out of town.
0: Are oh, you just pissed off because you didn't get a Christmas card from Enrique like I did. You would have a lot of right. lipstick on it. I think he was wearing it. I beg your pardon? Yeah, since he's so cute and all. Yeah. Boy, you are hostile today. What is that all about? I'm not. Hostile. You ought to, be, you ought to feel like liberated. What's wrong with you? I feel great. Do you? That's about time. And still, Enrique can't sing. Well, I'm, okay, let's put him on here, okay? And Rick I'll put him on. I got. I'm making up the list. I'll put okay. them on. going to be anywhere near the top of that list? What? Well, there you go. <laughs> you got some. Got some challengers there. He's got some stiff competition. <laughs> oh. No question about that. Speaking of stiff competition, I just looked at that Dan Kotex, that Herald thing where they got the blogs. Go on there and like vote 400 times. And we're almost even steven on the total number of votes. And, of course, that doesn't really mean all that much because it's mix and match. In other words, there's crossover, there's slop over between the two stations. But the least popular is, by far and away, Danny LaBastard. I mean, they hate him like poison. But, like, between Mad Dog and LaBastard, your favorite, 192 for Mad Dog, 110 for LaBastard. They had number one ahead start, and LaBastard got about 60 uh, or 70 of those votes himself. And we got, well, that's not my just making that up, because last time when Sarney did that on the Sunset, we got that information right from the horse's butt over there, right from the inside. Our, our mole on the inside. And it wasn't Enrique either. Moldy, moldy, moldy. Yeah, we got moles inside that building. And, of course, Robert Creeper is probably feeding them information, too, knowing what a, a turncoat here. Is he still there, by the way? Is he still here? Yeah. He's in charge. Robert Creeper is running the station today. Oh! All right, that's why we're all going to vote Republican. <laughs> there ain't no election today, but gosh dang it, we're going to make one up. Put that big right-wing uh, vote in a ballot box. Now, don't get them confused, because up here, like, uh, red is liberal and blue is uh, conservative. Okay. So let's all vote for the red state. Oh! Like I said, I mean, let's all vote for the blue, whatever. Even I'm confused. 5670560, oh, pound 560, I'm going out and give me a watch. And if I get a phone call in the next ten minutes and I find out that my check didn't show up today... Uh, you have a good time tomorrow on Friday. All right. All right. And then, of course, you can say, "Oh, well, he got suspended for playing those uh, sound effects." I'll say you're in rehab. What fart rehab? That's right. That's right. Well, no, I, I think it's long overdue. Uh, and now, are you serious? Or are you just joshing me? That uh, our program director just a little play on words is not there today. Yeah, we've been joshing you the whole day. Yeah. So, I mean, does that, re- do I rest my case on that or what, you know? Well, I mean, no there are things that happen. Crap happens every single day. And maybe at WVUM that might be okay. Oh, well, uh, well he's not here today. He went out to do a ball game. But we'll try to, like, uh, put the thing back on the air. We'll, we'll call somebody up. Right. Very sad what's going on. But, you know, I'm going to continue having 20, 30-hour discussions with Joe Bell every day. That's what I told the Humper to do this morning, you know. Save his fat ass couple spied on the president of FIU, the FBI said. Carlos M. and Elsa Alvarez spied on FIU President Modesto Mitch Medique, giving details in at least one report to their Cuban intelligence handlers about a White House invitation that Medique had received, according to a government affidavit obtained by the unctuous Miami Herald. Let's put him on the poll, too. How many votes has he got? Mitch Medique. FBI agents executed a search warrant at FIU. January the 12th, they seized the Alvarez's computers from their respective orifice. That search was a follow-up to the FBI's <laughs> discovery in the Alvarez home computers, which were linked to those at their orifice according to an FBI affidavit. You know that aphrodavid? Which one? Is that like an aphrodisiac aphrodavid? The document offers a first glimpse of the information the FBI believes the Alvarez is, charged with failing to register as foreign agents, provided to Cuban intelligence agents over the last three decades. How do you like that? All them people spying for Fidel. <laughs> so gay. They're Gay. Gay. Christina Mendoza, FIU's general counsel, said, You fairy! said a university official sealed off the couple's campus offices and university police have stood guard around the clock. And they're playing Bill Haley in the background, rock around the clock. Mendoza said the FBI agents at the university's request scheduled their search for the night of January 12th so they would not disrupt the campus during the day. All those students that are working feverishly over a hard textbook, right? Right. They're working over it feverishly, all right. How's our pool coming with Bob Greasy and all the, now which pool is that? (laughs) Oh, I can't tell.
3: What? What's going on? There's what? an interesting and important data point. When you talk about retention, um, the, the forces are being retained at historically high rates, but specifically the lower-level soldiers, the uh, soldiers with
0: you know, one... Why do they waste their time with his dog and pony show? Uh, because no matter what kind of crap, he spews them. Oh, thank you, Mr. Secretary. And then, of course, with him, it's always yuck, yuck, yuck. You know, everything's like funny. Mm. All those people are dying over there. Yuck, yuck, yuck. I say your father's mustache, or in this case, maybe your mama's mustache. That woman's mustache. This is
2: Neil Rogers. Watch it.
3: Oh! Let's up you some more prisoners. Make them scream nice and loud. Get me some wires and a battery pack. I don't care if they ain't from Iraq to be used. You choose to the torture, cause they're just playing their game. Oh. In the past, it had to be worse with Saddam Hussein. He sounds like a moron time. every time he sees. It's the way God wants it to be. Wants to take a city and cover it in sweets Ray Negan can came. Ray Nagin Ray Megan can cause he wants to make New Orleans taste good. And I don't care what people are saying. He sounds like Jesse Jackson. We as black people. His comments are bizarre. Surely God is mad. He compares the vocals to a Willy Wonka bar. Chocolate. Raynegan can. Megan, yes, Ray Megan can? Yes, Raynegan can. Raynegan can cause he wants to make a New Orleans taste good. It's time
2: for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild a New Orleans, the one that should be uptown or wherever they are. This city will be chocolate, a chocolate New Orleans.
3: He never takes the blame for anything he says. Chocolate at the end of the day. With that chocolate in some coffee, and you'll want Valdez Renegade. Ray Megan can't. No, I can't. Ray Megan can because he wants to make New Orleans taste good. You can't have New Orleans
2: no other way. It wouldn't be New
3: Orleans. Bye bye bye. When it
2: comes to sports. Blue 89, Blue 89. We are <laughs> <via> the authority. For <laughs> Radio
3: 560, delivered to Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Tengo Pellejo uh, Kelleher.
4: You fairy.